Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach, got- yes, all right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name. Already, it's Mercy. It's the Six Red King Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz Blue Vision DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. We'll pull alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. You see the Six Red Champs, it's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane, that's never still put a damage in the What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Six Rings Cane Show. Um, I don't think my guest needs any introduction, but I'll do it anyway. My friend, I didn't go that far now. My friend, Melissa Brown also known as as Hoodie Girl, joins the show for the first of what I'm hoping are many appearances. Melissa, how's it going? What's up, up Vish? We finally uh, met up in Houston this past yes. weekend. Yeah, and this isn't the show we wanted to do. We wanted to do the uh, the, the finals preview show, but we'll do this we, one. Yeah, so. we were hoping to broadcast from Houston, but unfortunately, Saturday didn't yeah. go as planned. And, and, <laughs> and we all, we all fled, fled the town. Um, as quickly as possible after that so uh, well it saved me some money but I know you had to you didn't save money because you were yeah, confident was, in book I, through Tuesday and I, I did not but was yeah, planning I, to I, extend I was I was overly optimistic I had to, to pay to change the flight and just ate the rest of it but it was all good it was all good it was a good time anyway so we're gonna sure. so we're gonna talk about some of that as well um you know our experience at the final four I can't, still can't believe we were at the final four but um uh talk through some of that obviously the game itself do a little breakdown on I guess what went wrong for for our team there um but I guess let's start with that so how how was your overall final you want to talk us through uh, it's kind of weird because we spent a lot of it together but um, <laughs> pretty much except the actual game yeah, I think I was with you maybe the most because you ended up meeting up with me and my friends for lunch and we were like together the whole day until we walked to the arena yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so we spent a lot of it together but anyway for, for the audience indulge me um so how was your overall final four experience um it was good I mean 
was it that we we got in what friday night hit up andre andre johnson's uh new bar you never got your alcohol <laughs> we got a picture with andre johnson though so you know that i that, did that but off. i'm not i'm not hating on his new bar if that was like a soft opening and i guess a lot more people from what i found out a lot more people came than they were expecting and you had to buy a ticket to the event and then they still let in walk-ins so they ended up running out of alcohol so it got very busy in there very quickly um no but we hung out a bunch and then you know pre-game getting some good barbecue we never ended up at fan fest <laughs> yeah I, okay so one of my friends actually ended up going to the actual fan fest not the the we're not gonna we're not gonna rehash all stuff about how you i tried me, to warn and you and i didn't listen all right we're not we're not doing that um but actually went to the actual fan fest they said it was more geared towards like little kids and stuff it wasn't really so I don't know that we missed much there. Anyway, we're going to be regular. I think, I think, the, final I think the barbecue. I think the barbecue was a better time. Anyway. Yeah. No. And and you know we'll do it next final four when we're there. So. In Phoenix. Well, <laughs> yes, next yeah. year is Phoenix. The year after is San Antonio. So. Oh God. Texas was not good luck for us. I think not I, in I, Texas. I think I spoke that into existence. <laughs> well, I, I think it was just. I think it was just bad mojo because we beat two Texas teams, and so they Texas just wasn't having it. When's the last time a Miami program won a game in Texas? Because we do play there pretty frequently for not like really having any ties to the state. I can't even remember. What was the last time we've played a Texas team? There? We played Texas I mean, we played... last year. Well, not football, basketball. Oh, basketball. I mean, if you want to include football, I mean, I kind of hope that the football team plays SMU at some point soon. Why oh, friendly like fire? Or why, why is this? Do you have a grudge or something? There's like six former Miami Hurricanes. I, 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 I get that, but why do you want to, to play them? I, I don't get that part. I mean, it's like SMU now. I mean, there's so many people went there. Yeah, but what, I guess but what I don't get is like, why do you want to actually play them? Like, what is that? What is that getting you? It would just be fun. Okay. Unless we lose, then it would be horrible. I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> uh, after middle Tennessee state i'm not gonna comment so uh you know anything's possible yeah i try not to use those words in, in a sentence anymore yeah oh no we did a pregame of that in fact if you watch the intro that's like a horror show of i already told them i'll recut a new one for next year because it's like it's got me standing at kyle field the texas a&m game because i hopped onto our pregame show real quick just like wave at the camera it's got uh, Jazz and Blue in the in the press box right before Middle Tennessee State. It's got Frank Ponce. <laughs> so <laughs> we need a new intro. So I, I have I have taken the action. I had to like cut one for well, next year. You need an intro for hoops, and then you can include include me in some clips. Oh, you're definitely. You're, you're, I mean, you're going to be in in the intro now. Depend, <laughs> assuming we 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 do as much content as as I said I want to do with you, and you're down for it, then. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we will we will definitely have you in the intro. We have to like put five reasons sports in your bio and make you a regular here. But um, yo, but before we talk final four, I just want to mention the disrespect that the women's team got uh, by being ranked like 18th to end the season after they made the elite eight. Yeah, I think that's kind of normal. I mean, that was the first time we were ranked this year. So. Yo, but if we're technically the top eight teams in the country and we held LSU to like their, I was about to say. Time, I was about to say, I think the they disres- scored 102 points in the final, and we held them to like 52 or something crazy. Uh, I, I mean, I was, come on. I was about to say the disrespect was not that we like got to the elite eight because you can fluke into that, was that like we played LSU better than, than like Iowa, anybody else that Iowa yeah. did. And actually, the Virginia Tech did after they kind of fell apart there. 
I think we, we, we definitely were tougher for them to play against. We could have made it some shots. It, it, it was kind of like a deja vu watching the guys because both teams in their losses yeah. had horrible shooting. Yeah, uh, just games. missing shots they normally make. Anyway, we're gonna do a whole yeah. lot. We're gonna do a whole bunch of women's coverage now that I have someone I can talk to about it. So yeah, I'm probably gonna get season tickets for them next year. Nice. nice. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get go back and get my uh, hoop season tickets. I've been out for a couple years, but I can't not. Like I, I feel empty not having season tickets. Like, but isn't it like like with your with your work? Isn't it like hard to actually go? To... Yeah, it's hard, but I it's it hurts my soul not having season tickets the last few years. I've I've gone to games, but I got I, I got to be a season ticket holder. And and like me and my friend are each going to get a seat, so one of us will be using the tickets at all times. So there will be filled. Okay. Like it just to with my basketball passion to not have tickets. It's not. It, it, I'm not a true fan if I'm not a season ticket holder, and so that's kind of bothered me. So I got. I got to get back to that. Yeah, back in the fold. I, I'd say this: no one can accuse you of bandwagoning. So <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got to scroll through my Twitter and go back to like the like 2011, 2012 years when we were like horrible during the hate time, and look at some of my old tweets trying to get people to show up for games. <laughs> oh man, I was losing my mind because I like I'm. I was like writing back then about the teams and I was like losing my mind. Cause I'm like, is anyone going to do something here? Cause like we stink and we shouldn't <laughs> like, so we're just cool with this happy that Missouri hired him. And I was like, I cannot believe it's like winning the lottery. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean to see how poorly we were coached prior to coach L because yeah. he did that 2012, 2013 run with pretty much 99% of coach hates recruits. Yeah, no. It was, and it was... again, I, I stick to it till this day. If we had not had Shane Larkin with massive food poisoning the night before, we got our first Final Four that year. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, the team we lost to Marquette wasn't even good. Like, that was just – it was just – we just, it was one you, of those days. Yeah, you need great guard play to win in a tournament. And Shane Larkin just wasn't himself, obviously. I mean – And Duran Scott, too, but, also. So it was, like, our entire Yeah, we court. just – we kind of covered all of the points you need for a championship team that year. We had size, we had depth, we had great guard play, and we had experience because, like, half of that team, besides Shane Clark and, like, the, the, the most of the rotation was, like, seniors and fifth-year seniors. So we had everything. We just, going into that game, people were just injured. And it sucks because that could have been su- – I mean, it was a historic year in general because we double-dipped the ACC and all that. I mean, we got disrespected not getting a one seed, but – if he if he hadn't gotten sick, I think I think that's our first Final Four run. And that that no team to this year, yeah, that, that team was the most complete. Yeah, and that team actually could have finished it too, just because. I think so. Yeah, but uh, I guess we can answer Raul's question before we pivot back to our experiences there. I'll, I'll I'll give this to you first. Does it change as the director of the program? Honestly, I think last year is what changed. God damn it! You stole my answer. Um, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I mean. Forget Bayheim's stupid comments on whenever he said about Miami succeeding in NAL. Is that like a backhanded apology? I don't know. Uh, but NIL is a part of college basketball. But us making the Elite Eight last year with basically just the starting five and that it, that's it because we had no bench says a lot for what Coach L can do with a team that maybe doesn't look the greatest on paper, uh, but because of amazing coaching can – do what they did last season. And and it's just unfortunate that we ran into Kansas and we couldn't play a complete game. Uh, Cause we had, we had the first half we were up. Um, and I think that run is what got us Omir and Nigel pack. 
because first of all, we lost Charlie Moore. And so Nigel Pack coming over from Kansas State, a big reason why he came here, besides where the trajectory of the program was going, is he wanted to learn the point. Um, and who wouldn't want to play for Coach L? But I think a big reason is because of what we did last year and they saw what, how Coach L can develop. And I think, I, I think Coach L hits the portal again this year and we get those pieces that we're still missing. And I said it on Twitter earlier today. There's just a couple things that are keeping this program from being a national championship. Uh, I wouldn't even say contender, a national championship winner because we were contenders this year. Yeah. Um, but if he gets those pieces, I think, I think we're in Phoenix next year. Yeah, and just to add a little bit, so you, you did steal my answer. I was going to say last year was actually the one that, that changed the trajectory of the program because I don't think this year happens without last year, not just with the, the portal players coming in, but also just – this team was so motivated to take the next step um, because it would have been very easy to feel good about it. Again, it's after what happened Saturday, you don't feel, you know, it's going to take a while to get over that, that game, but um, you know, going through. I know you saw, you saw my tweet Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I literally like on Sunday, I just like stayed in my hotel room and didn't come out until like I went to the airport and my flight was like at 6 PM. I was just like in depression, but anyway, um, but Without last year getting, like you said, halfway to the Elite Eight by like, I mean, to the Final Four, because you're up at halftime, you're like almost there and then have the bottom fall out. I don't know that there's that, especially against Texas, like there's that ability to dig deep and say, hey, we're not losing again at this round. Well, also that run, I think, kept players this year. Yeah, that's true. That's another good uh, Miller came back. Wong, I, I don't think he was considering transferring. I think that it, that his agent was just spewing some BS. But I think he was I considering going pro. Some... I think that was yeah. part of his decision was. Um, I think he's going to go pro now. I don't I know that so. he comes back. Um, but I think everyone else has then Miller's out of eligibility. But I think that run last year kept certain players with the program, and then again helped L in recruiting. Um, and we got we have like a six nine six ten guy coming in next season. That's going to be a freshman that. His high school tape is ridic- ridiculous. Michael Awoka, o- o- I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I follow him on Instagram, though. But I've seen some of his tape, and he doesn't look like he's 18 years old. <laughs> he's he's already a, a full-grown man at 18. Uh, I don't know how much of a difference will be for us next season, because, again, he's got to develop. College is different. But I think if we hit the portal and get an experienced center or even, like, a, a tall stretch four – or Norchad works on his on his shooting, and we move him to the four. I think that'll be. I, I think next year could be special, but we we have to be able to spread the floor. And Norchad at the four, he's not a shooter right now, and, and that stretch four is kind of important. So it'll be interesting to what we do what we do in the portal. Yeah, and, and to see who comes back. Yeah, and and I will say. Let's we'll do a whole other show on talking about next year. How about that? Because I want to talk about the final four now. We're getting all these questions. Yeah, but we gotta we gotta we gotta do that closer to the season because we gotta see who who's coming. Oh no, in, we we, we we can do something like next week talking about like what we hope happens. We'll do we, we, like I said, if you're if you're in, we'll do like a season preview. We'll do all that crap. Right. I, am, yeah. I am I am I am. We'll have to, to come to this. some games and we can we can pot it up down here. Yeah, no, I I went to one this year in Miami and it was the Florida State game. So that, that, so you're the reason why we lost. You know we what? Were unde- it, it, undefeated at home. Actually, I, I mean, can't argue with facts. Um, <laughs> I was I was feeling way too good at halftime of that game. I think that might have also caused it. You know, as much as I hate dealing with the FSU fans on Twitter talking about that win and them like claiming that 
we suck, even though we made the final four and laughing at us for making the final four, I think that game woke us up. Because yeah. they were we, we've had that problem all season with giving up big leads and just getting too cocky in the second half. And I think I think that game was kind of like a hey, you need to play a full 40 minutes and that I think it helped us. I mean, it sucks because honestly, I, it's so annoying. All the tweets with the FSU people just talking about, oh, well, we beat you and haha, you didn't win the natty. I'm like, you've been sitting on your couch after losing in the first round of the ACC tournament. Like you had nine wins. Congrats on one of them being us, but we still made the final four. Yeah, I think that's, I don't think their heart's really in it. You know, it's not good smack talk. You got to be better. Yeah, I love the excuse that they're a football school. They're like, we don't care about basketball and haha, you guys are a basketball school now and nobody cares. And I'm just like, we just swept your baseball team. Your basketball team couldn't even get double-digit wins. But congrats on making a bowl game last season in football. Strong work. Yeah, I, I think they're just there. I think they're, it's it's their coping. Yeah, I and mean, they think they're national title contenders in football next yeah, season. Yeah, watch watch this space. Um, so all right, let, well let's let's kind of pivot back to the to the final four. Well, let's just talk about the whole tournament as a whole because obviously you've been following the program for a long time you talk about just like what it felt kind of watching this i know you had a very unique let's call it viewing experience for lack of a better word up till the final four so do you want to so talk about that the final later? so the final four game was actually the first game i watched live because all of the other games i was either traveling or at work so it, it got to the point with the superstition where my friends were like you can't watch the final four game because you're gonna jinx it and i was like technically I haven't watched any game on TV and I'm still not going to watch any game on TV because I'm going to be there. Although my seats were so high up, I was kind of watching the Jumbotron most of the time. Um, I want to talk about but, that too and ask you how the, yeah. uh... <laughs> but um, I so overpaid for tickets, but that's okay. In the nosebleeds, but um, no, for the elite. So I was on a, I was on a bus back from magic kingdom when we won the sweet 16 game and I'm literally on the bus celebrating with my friend, which was funny, but no, for the elite eight game to get into the final four, I was driving home from Orlando and I got back to my apartment with about four minutes left. And between me being so nervous and being so superstitious, I was literally just standing in front of a blank TV because I was too afraid to turn it on. So one of my friends who I think is in the chat right now, Edward, I don't know if you're still there, Edward, say hi. Um, he's just, he knows not to spoil it for me. So he was just texting me how much time was left. And so by the end, he told me when the game ended and I, he's like, do you want to know what happened? And so I was like, count it down. So he typed like three, two, one. And then there's like a dramatic eight second pause. And I'm just like, tell me. And then he like put the score and said that we won. So I was just freaking out. I called my mom like in tears because I was so excited. But um, but yeah, I hadn't watched a single game live. And honestly, it was very stressful watching the game in person in the final four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched every game live. So it was a little different experience, like the exact opposite. Yeah. But um, I was like, I, I had told my, one of my friends and I said, I was like, last year when we lost in the Elite Eight, I was disappointed, but no one really expected us to get that far. We were a 10 seed. I had a lot higher expectations going into this season. Uh, and when we lost to Duke in the ACC tournament, I was like devastated. Um, but if had we had lost that Elite Eight game, I would have been a million times more devastated than our loss to Kansas last year. Oh, Edward's there. Hi, Edward. There. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. My group chat is currently going off on my phone. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> for me, it was like I went to the Elite Eight game last year in Chicago, but I fully expected to lose that game. I was just like, I honestly thought we might not make it this far again. We never have before, so I just wanted to be in the building. 
So, that's how I felt about this year and going yeah, to the final four, yeah. even though it was mad expensive. But then, then we were up at halftime, and I'm like, wait, are we actually going to win this game? And then the bottom fell out. I uh, was at work for that game. And so I, I had it on in the TV in the office, and I go downstairs to go see a few patients at halftime, and I'm super stoked because we're, like, up six or eight. And I come back, like, 30 minutes later, and, like, we're down 15. And I'm like, what just happened? Yeah, no, it and was like, so fast. I was so wearing fast. a Miami t-shirt. I was wearing a Miami t-shirt, totally broke the dress code because you're not supposed to wear like brands and stuff. And like, had, and like was super excited, had like Miami shoes on, all this stuff. And I come back upstairs and I was just like, all right, I guess we're losing the Elite Eight, but you know, it was a good run. And hey, I made a hundred bucks because my mom's boyfriend is a USC grad. So we bet a hundred bucks on the first round game. So there's there that, made a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah and i didn't for the life of me think that we would be back like to the final four the next year um uh, in my brackets i had us losing in the sweet 16 to houston i always pick miami which is why i finished actually i have to give this to someone else this year this is the uh the toilet bowl mug that whoever finished last in my pool has to keep on their desk for a year um <laughs> this is no longer oh mine. you finished last last year no no i just had it because we we went remote for COVID and I ended up getting it out of the office. So I had to give it to whoever uh, finished last this year now. So yeah, no, I, I have had this before. Um, an AM grad, actually. Oh. <laughs> um, I, well, I will say, that even though that... I picked it wrong in my brackets on Dono's Locked on Kane show, I said yeah. in February I would go back on his you show when we made the final there. four. So I sort of called my shot. I was just trying to make money and be realistic in the bracket pool. Uh, but. Next time, I need to pick with my heart, not my brain. I yeah, guess. I made that. So this is the thing. I made that mistake last year because I picked us to lose to Auburn. I'm like, I'm an idiot because I always pick Miami to go way too far, and it blows up in my face. Like the one time I didn't do it. The one time. So I was like, right? this time, screw it. I picked us to win. Um, and Kansas, Kansas screwed me two years in a row because I picked them to win this year. I mean, my whole bracket <laughs> was done other than us. So uh, yeah, that no. But hey, when, at when, least when, I think I had. I'm pretty sure I put Furman beating Virginia, which was more of just me hating on Virginia than yeah, anything yeah. else. So uh, that's my off. one claim to fame in my pack, in my bracket this year. But yeah. And I had FAU losing in the second round, so I didn't know they would play a 16 seed. So, yeah. but Oh my gosh, that, that last second shot by San Diego state. Yeah, I don't was... care if you were watching it on TV, there was no crazier feeling than being in that stadium and watching that shot go down. Yeah, I wasn't like, in my seat. Atmosphere. I was out on the patio, so I missed it. The atmosphere. There was two FAU fans sitting behind me, and I just turned around, and I was just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I was sort of rooting for FAU because it's South Florida school, but in my head, I was like, I kind of don't want them to win because if we lose, then they're going to claim they're the best basketball school in the state of Florida, and I can't have that. So at least we both lost in the in the semis. Yeah, no, at least, at least you have that. Yeah, I, I did have the toilet for a year after that Loyola game. That one hurt. <laughs> many ways, many ways that hurt. We've, we've just had some tough losses in the tournament, I'm saying. Yeah. like, yeah. But, I mean, until we win a natty, no year will compare to this year. I, I mean, if we make a Final Four run again next year, I will literally, like, I don't even know. Like, I have so much. There's just T-shirts all over my dining room table because I took out all of my merch from over the years from our NCAA tournaments, and I'm just like, how many do I have? Can I turn this into another blanket? I'm still waiting on more. I have like three more shirts coming. That's why I didn't buy any from the tournament games like in Houston. Cause I'm like, I've already bought enough. <laughs> yeah. I just, I never did because we lost. <laughs> oh no. I buy, I buy for every round. I have like three different ACC regular season shirts from this year. 
two Sweet 16 shirts, an Elite 8 shirt. I think I have two Final Four shirts coming and the hat. The hat is nice. Yeah, I, I'm I not bought, a hat person, but that'll get displayed somewhere. I bought Elite 8 stuff last year at, at the game, and so then I was like, I'm not buying anything until the Final Four this time because I've already yeah, got the I Elite just, 8 one. And then, I just have the one Elite 8 shirt from Fanatics, and it's kind of crap, but the Fanatics stuff was better this year, fortunately. Yeah, and then like I was so upset when we lost. I just like walked out of the stadium, didn't even think to buy anything. So I'll probably yeah, buy some. But I'll probably buy some Final Four stuff online. The the problem is the team this year has kind of set our expectations really high. So like even if we were to like make it to the Elite Eight next year and we lose, it's like oh well, we've already made it to the Final Four. So like our next thing should be like making the finals and winning. Like my bucket yeah, list no, I mean, so long a... has been just going to the Final Four, but I'm like now we've done it. So now we actually have to win it. Like that's my new expectation. And, like, I didn't think we'd ever get that far, ever. So No, I didn't I mean, as of last year. That's why I went to the – like, I was literally randomly in te- – managed to avoid the stay of Texas because I was in Texas for a wedding, and I was flying mm-hmm. back to D.C. the Sunday of the Kansas game, and I was like, I wonder if I can change this flight. And I was able to get, like, a 5 a.m. flight out of Houston to go to Chicago and then get a, yep. a, get a night flight back to D.C. So I just, like, transited through Chicago and went to the game. Because I was well, like – imagine Where? how – Imagine how much we would have had to spend if the Canes women's team made the Final Four. We'd be driving back. Oh, yeah, no, I was definitely – I didn't I, – I was planning on doing it alone, but after I met you, now, like, someone would have you, gone I would have gone – listen, <laughs> there, you will never have to travel to an NCAA tournament game alone if Miami is playing. Now that we now that we have found each other, we're the two biggest basketball freaks. <laughs> we will be – next year, like, Albany, like – I've never seen snow, so I totally would have gone to Albany. Oh, you've never seen like, snow. Like, Interesting. Yeah, I, listen, I grew up in South Florida, man. Like, it's – I'm the flip-flops, you know. Yeah. People were asking me why I wasn't wearing a hoodie through Houston, and I was just like, it's 90 degrees in the shade. I know. Ironically, <laughs> I was wearing the hoodie. <laughs> oh, because you were you were dressed for – Yeah, I tried to not mess the vibe up. Everything. At least now I have an <laughs> excuse. Next year, if we change climates, I can change clothes because it did not work. Well, this was the hoodie I was wearing when I predicted us to the final four, so I thought I would bring it back. Bring it out again, yeah. <laughs> a Kingswear yeah. edition. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to wear everything that I was wearing at the previous games and for the previous trips, which were in colder climates, so I was just overdressed yeah. the whole weekend. My um, road game and neutral record is so bad when it comes to football and basketball games that I don't know that my friends are ever going to let me go to any road games ever again. I've only seen one road win between basketball and football, and that's in 2019 when the football team beat Pitt. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, you went to the that's game when that's I went to the game in Pitt, and, and Kosi Perry started, and he got pulled like for the last two drives and Jaron Williams came back. Oh, so we threw the winning touchdown. Yeah. And I remember we were driving, and I was just like, I, we can't I, we need to get a touchdown because that's when our kicking game was horrible right right and I, was, and I think we we were down one or two or something or three maybe I don't know I'm like please do not do not screw this up we cannot kick a field goal like please 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 and KJ Osborne broke that tackle and that's the only time I've seen us win on a neutral site or on the road well you just got to go to more road games get your volume up then you'll see more wins listen I almost went it, two years ago, I, I I had it booked to go to Atlanta to see us play Bama, and I canceled it last second. I mean, I look, look, if you're going to do that, you're setting yourself up for the loss. So, like, that's not on you. Come on. Honestly, I was just going because I had never been to Atlanta except the airport, which is totally garbage. Uh, but uh, me and my friend decided not to go, and I, I was like, I was watching it on TV, and I was like, thank God I'm not there. <laughs> I mean, I did Georgia Tech this year. We won. That was That's actually like in the city, too. That's that. 
I didn't do, do any. I didn't do any road games. I just did most of the home. I actually missed MTSU, so that was nice. Oh, so you can't MTSU even take the blame for that. You can't even take the yeah, but I was at. What did I go to? I went to North Carolina. Do like the home games: North Carolina, Duke, FSU, and Bethune Cookman. And then my seats were. They were never empty. My tickets were given to a Miami fan. Filled my seats at every game. Yeah, I mean, I have seats with like my my sister, brother-in-law, and one of our friends that are all down there. So I'm the one who's <laughs> give my ticket to someone else or bring someone else to the game because if I don't show up, um, otherwise I use my seat, obviously, because I'm not the, I'm yeah, the one who's well, not. Well, the parking local. situation, parking situation. Yes. Yeah, I, I, saw you, I saw you go, go on, a, on, a, on a series of rage tweets this if afternoon. They keep screw, if they keep <laughs> screwing us over like that, I'm just going to start watching the games from the comfort of my couch because I didn't donate extra money and buy season tickets to be tailgating at Walmart next season. <laughs> So we'll see what happens, but it's very annoying that they're overcharging us. Like, give me a product on the field first. Yeah, but my, that's my, my concern unpopular there. Opinion. It's not. Unpo- I don't think. I think that's actually a popular opinion, to be honest. But <laughs> you're not exactly sticking your neck out there, right? I don't. I don't see a lot of people defending the parking situation right now. But um, I said those that could buy passes today and tomorrow. Well, this I'm is not until next Wednesday. Yeah, I'm next Tuesday, and I. I it's probably actually because I graduated from Miami a few years before you did. And I think that's probably because I, I did whatever the minimum donation was to get on the parking. Yeah. So I think that was probably the distinction because they don't think they, they still add points if you graduated from there. I don't even know how they do this thing anymore. I have two degrees from there. You think I would get I gave them so much money that I have to also give me a decent parking pass. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, on. this is my concern, right? Because I looked at the parking map and I don't think they took away from what I can see, they just move some of the colors around. Like, it doesn't look like there's any parking missing. And they overcharged last year. I paid $300 from a room lot because it was the only thing left that wasn't yellow. And this next season, it's only 150 Is it the same area, though? or is it... It's the same dirt lot by the student buses. Oh. I was like, if you're going to charge me, if you're going to, it's on the north side. If you're going to charge me $300. I know exactly where that is. Put... I was like, you could at least put pavement. I mean, it wasn't yellow lot, so it was still oh. closer. Oh, I know what that but... lot is. Yeah, I mean, actually, honestly, I kind of like that lot, except for like the amount of dirt, because it was super easy to get out because there were no other lots on that side because everything's on the other side of the yeah, stadium. Yeah, that, that's where so I leaving was the, nice. Uh, that's where that's where I parked for the Formula One stuff was was on that. Um, yeah, I don't know why, but they press credentialed me for that. So like, that's where the media lot was for that thing. I want to um, get some press credentials. You think I've been on enough podcasts that I can get some press credentials? We'll, we'll, we'll talk offline. I think we can definitely <laughs> do something on some of these. Depends on the sport, but I think we can. Like I said, we might have to add 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 five reasons to your byline, and then it'll be easier. Um. Well, I mean, I'm probably I'm probably getting season tickets for both basketball teams next season. Well, that's the so. thing. I actually told you this offline. Like, um, when you're credentialed, you have to like follow these rules, and I oh, I, yeah. I, I, I I um I skate by uh, sometimes, assuming the game is not that high stakes. But like, I don't I don't no offense. I don't know if you have the self control. I no. I don't I mean, either. I don't either. That's why I bought tickets to all listen, these tournament you games. You weren't and... sitting. You weren't sitting near me for the final four game. Um, and then actually, two of my friends that were sitting somewhere else actually moved over because we had we had space in front of us. But there was a kid sitting behind me, so my level of cussing was brought down a lot because I tried to be respectful if there's kids okay, sitting so, around me. So but sitting... I only yelled the effort like three times, and the first time was one when Anthony Walker shot a three. And my friend texted me, he's like, there's the obligatory Anthony Walker three that he shouldn't be shooting. If only (laughs) that was the only thing. I mean, 
After yeah. the 10th missed layup, there was a few F-bombs well, we'll, that got we dropped. Can, we can we talk about the game now maybe a little bit. Um, but, but, uh, <laughs> but actually, I do – I am curious. So you obviously – like you sat in the upper corner there. How, how Could you see anything from there? How did that – I mean, on a, I mean, you could see. It's just like there's there's a bunch of times where I was like, was that really a foul? And then they showed it like a replay. I'm like, oh okay. It was hard to see like those really bang bang plays. But for like, I mean, you could see like I, I for honestly sitting up top, it's a lot easier to tell when um a shot's just off. So so you, some of our, do you think like, it was better shooting. like where you were, or maybe more towards the middle? Would that have been better or? Um, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was like on the on the end the end court i was kind of like you were like on the corner you were comparing right? it to like a football stadium i was like 20 30 yard line ish i mean it is if a football stadium so about like, like a football field a football yeah. field okay um oh, so you no actually... it was fun sitting up there i would have preferred to be a little lower like honestly my ideal view for a football game would to be like for a football game or a basketball game would be like club level because especially for football, I hate sitting lower level because I think you get a crap view. That's why I sit upper deck for at hard rock. Same thing, same thing. Because well, well, I'm not well, rich well. enough to sit club level, but I just I I for football especially, it's just easier to see from the upper deck. It's but basketball, thing. I wish I was lower for sure. Yeah, no, it's the same thing that that we do at football toys. But the, but the nice part was the upper deck wasn't completely full. Like people that came, people that were there for SDSU and FAU, a lot of the fans left. So there were a bunch of open seats around me, and then I was sitting next to these two guys that. I guess live in Houston, um, but they didn't care. Like they're Georgia Tech fans, but they were just—they're like we're just here to watch some basketball. And so, like, I was just commenting in all the plays that we were screwing up and stuff. And the kid turns to me and he's like, "You need to be a commentator." And I was like, "They wouldn't let me on air because if well, they wouldn't let me cover Miami because I would I would cuss because I'm too into it." Well, <laughs> I mean, platform is yours now, so you should have told them. Hey, actually, <laughs> I should have plugged your show. What was I well, thinking? Well, but, but when, but plug, during plug the game, yourself, I wasn't plug sure. Yourself. Plug yourself. <laughs> plug yourself. That would be, that, that's what you got to do. No, generally when I'm on a podcast, I always plug Coop show. Because Coop is the one that gave me my my nickname. And your the persona. first podcast I was yeah. ever on. So, Coach Coop, you're the man. You're probably not watching this. but Or maybe you are. I don't know. But what's up, Coop? <laughs> yeah, and just in case anyone's not aware, this does go as a podcast too. So, um, if you don't see it, you can hear it. Um, yeah, well, if you should, if you're listening to this on podcast, you should really watch it on YouTube because you got to check out the hoodie fashion. That's true. You know what? Do both. We need the clicks. So <laughs> watch it on <laughs> YouTube. I go, re- and hit the, and I go rewatch this later, so you go to view and click like. I mean, if, if I, I'm not gonna to to, to order you to do anything, <laughs> but you know. I- you tweeted you tweeted about it being live during the intro and i quickly went on twitter and retweeted it right before the right before you went live (laughs) yeah no i we have it linked into like all of the the twitter accounts for six rings for five reasons and mine so i just usually when the intro is running it's long enough where i can get in there and (laughs) i saw my phone phone light up so i was like oh quick let me retweet that really quick i would have put like a message but there wasn't enough time so i don't know how long your intro is (laughs) <laughs> I can tell you exactly how long it is. It's got a timer on it. <laughs> I knew yeah. when you said you were going to have me on to talk basketball and we're like, oh yeah, like let's be done at eight. And you're like, should we do six 30 or seven? I was like, let's do six 30. Cause we're going to go off. Yeah, Cause we haven't even talked about the game yet, but just, just no, real quick on the, on the, on the experience. <laughs> like 40 minutes in. <laughs> so what, so for, for us, like I was obviously like down, actually I was like right in the perfect place to watch from, but um, the, uh, so you mentioned kids. There were these two like there was a family of connecticut fans sitting behind me um with two little kids that would not 
shut up. And oh, hey, listen, that's better than the two drunken, like just graduated University of Connecticut students that were two two rows ahead of us, dropping so many f bombs and like taunting the crowd around them. My friend got in a fight with one of them. Well, it wasn't really a fight. He actually very calmly told him to like sit down and was like very respectful about the whole thing. And the kid just kept going off to the point where his friend had to like tell him to sit down because he was being so disrespectful. Okay, I was actually got, very proud of my friend. <laughs> you you got to be careful because in Miami, when we say fight, we mean fisticuffs because we actually fight. No, no. And that's why I had so... to change it because, because that kid wanted to fight because he was yelling, but my friend was actually very respectful about it and just calmly was like, listen, you need to chill out and because if that was like my friend back in our like general admission days, back when it used to be the Bank United Center, there would have been a lot more going on. But now we're all adults. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 I do. Ha- I do occasionally have that. I'm too old for this. We're we're but... past getting thrown out of games for waving money at the refs. Yeah, that's a whole other story you have to have you tell sometime. I, I've I've heard <laughs> I've heard pieces of that story. I'll, I'll need to get the full thing from you sometime. Oh um, well, yeah, yeah. I've told um, it. If, I, I've told it to quite a few people. I'm actually very proud of it. So so anyway so like these kids they will not shut up but like whatever i'm like they're kids whatever kids are annoying i yeah. get it um so but then like eventually like with about 10 minutes left like there are two people sitting next to me are san diego state fans they get up and leave um so then there's no one sitting next to me and one of the kids all right so what would you do in this situation because i just ignored it but it annoyed the crap out of me. so one of the kids like we're on the we're on the part of the the stadium where it's not like the actual stadium seats it's the it's like the folding chairs um, oh, because it's like where like the football field would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're basically on the football field. Um, Dang, baller! You got some which is, seats. Which is why, like, it was so hot because they light the football field up, and we're like on the field, so like it's mm. just like those dome lights, like baking you. But anyway, so this kid puts his feet up on the chair next to me and is like repeatedly, accidentally, like kicking me, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I'm not going to say anything because I was like, I was pissed about the game and I'm like, I don't want to take it out of the little kids. So I just like, let it go. What would you have done? I didn't say I mean, anything. It, dep- right? it honestly, it depends on how many times it happens and how much it was like really being annoying. Honestly, I wasn't in the situation and we weren't having a good day because of how the game was going. Well, that was the thing. I was like, am I over? Like, I was getting pissed off. And I was like, am I overreacting just because yeah. like, we're But losing. I mean, if it was happening multiple times, there's no reason why you can't turn around and just, and, and, and just like, just be nice about it and just be like, hey, please, can you just like be careful? I mean, I would have like, told the parents. You could, the I was like, you know, like he can leave his feet there, but can he just like be a little bit more aware? The problem is, is that in that moment, in the heat of the environment, like nine times out of 10, the parents probably take it as you being an ass. Yeah. And it's friend. also like, I mean, I think in a way I was more tolerant of it because like, I was so upset. Or I would have just moved seats and just sat where his seats were. were <laughs> I, mean, I could have done that. I could have done that. <laughs> just be like, I'm going to move over a seat. Just plot my ass down. Just or just there. stand up. Just stand up. You're not going to be able to see anything now, kid. <laughs> oh, no. And, and so that actually reminds me of something. So back when I was a student, I don't know if they still do this, but when I was a student during the away team intro, we would turn around and hold up the U and chant suck at the end of every name. Okay. And so... um. I didn't chant suck, but I did turn around and hold up the U. And so a tradition at the Watsco Center is you stay standing until Miami meets their first basket. And I didn't do that because there was people behind us. And through the first half, I was just like, this is why we're losing is because I didn't do what we always do. And yeah, it kind of haunts me a little bit. Uh, like, I, 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 I wanted I, to be respectful, but I didn't go with our usual routine. And I was just like, oh. 
Yeah, I, you know what? As much as I'd love to blame you for that loss, I, I can't do it. Blame <laughs> our, how many missed layups was it? 12? Uh, uh, ACC Network counted 14. Um, Gosh, was it just poor shooting or was it was it just like their big men just altering shots like us it was, trying to I just... think it was both. So, yeah. Like, so I can obviously see really well from where I was. And, um, and, Although we talk next year, we'll sit together, and if I have to to go upper deck, I'll do it. Um, in Phoenix, no, we're, we're I, going. I just here's the thing: my friends that I went with already bought tickets by the time I decided I was going with them because my other friends couldn't make a decision, which is why my hotel was like 45 minutes away from the arena. Um, but next year I'll book it early, and I'm definitely would like to sit closer than six. I think, I think there's there's a definitely a there's definitely a middle ground there. Um, Six, section 630 here's the problem is i spent 200 on those tickets the day of the oh game my, my seats okay. were like 40 bucks yeah, and i was just okay, like oh because mine actually never went down i actually paid i mean i'm i'll tell you offline what i paid but anyway listen all those people <laughs> all those people in texas who bought seats who thought prices were gonna go up and pretty much prices dropped lost so much money yeah but my section did not drop. It actually went up three hundred bucks from when I bought it to right before the tip. So yeah, I I, you it. saw a picture of my view. Actually, yeah. the picture the picture I posted of like the selfie of me with the yeah. view that's at the bottom of section six hundred. I was in row H. So let so me go ask, about let me ask you, like let me, ten let me, rows up. From let me that. ask you this question: Can you actually see? Like every time I take a picture in an arena, it looks farther away on my picture than actually it is. No, is it that, was pretty far. Okay, all right, all right. Well, you can see I actually. Mean, you can Listen, see where I was. I, was I just wanted to be there. I mean, yeah. I, in, in hindsight, I, I just my friend had bought two seats, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll sit with you. That's fine." Um, I didn't honestly. I didn't realize it was a football. I thought it was Energy Arena, not Energy Stadium. No, it, so and actually, I didn't. So, I didn't even realize it until later. Well, that was the that was the hard thing. This is how I ended up spending when I spent again. We'll talk offline, but um, um the uh, the um. Most of the seats are terrible because they're not even like in the frame of the court. Um, because it's the, a football stadium, yeah. So, like, Matt, who, who was hanging out with us too this weekend, he ended up buying tickets and like one something on like the angle, and he's like, I couldn't see anything because yeah. I think your seats were actually better because at least you're up so you can look down. He's looking yeah, across, yeah, across like the band, pretty nicely. Yeah, I can see the whole court pretty nicely, it was just high up, and then for like kind of down the stretch a little bit i was kind of watching the jumbotron a little bit more just so i could like see closer and like look at replays but i mean i don't i, I just wanted to be there it was the first time we had ever right. been in the in the final four i was so excited it was so cool walking to the stadium before the game and seeing like the u and all of the banners i have so many pictures of this around the stadium like in front of it holding up the u and honestly i even took pictures after and like someone was looking at me because i was throwing up the u after the game in front of the in front of the stuff People were probably like, "What is this girl doing?" But like, I was I was devastated, but I was so proud to be there. Like between the men's team and the women's team, the women's team getting to the elite eight, you couldn't put Miami basketball more on the map than winning a championship than we did this year with Katie Meyer and Coach L. Like it was the best, and I'm so sad that I didn't have season tickets for either team and I couldn't make it to games because we. It's it, I mean, I was glad I made it to the final four. At least I could say I went to one game, but like. That is so exciting. And honestly, so many, both teams, so many players are going to be returning. 
that I think both teams can make a run again next year. And I don't know where that, the women's that, NCAA tournament's going to be next season. Cleveland. But if we get – We talked about Also, this. not even close. Phoenix yeah. and Cleveland? No, we talked Dang. about this. Okay, look. First That's world gonna problems. That's going to be expensive, Bish, if we have to fly back and forth. First world problems. If we're in both Final Fours, I'll figure it out. I gotta get a credit card with better with better uh, like miles, better points. Because um, me, me and you are like I don't know what there is to do in Cleveland, but I'm down to go to both. Fish, yeah. you know? And I got a friend that lives in Phoenix. Well, so that I was, told him I'm staying on his couch. Yeah, that that was the that was the <laughs> thing with this year with it being in Dallas and Houston. I was like, you could actually. I mean, let's be real, we're not gonna go back. For we were one win away from I know, that happening. I know, but when, there's... You, when you, did you ever think we'd be able to say this? That we were literally one win away from both both teams being in the final four in the same state. I know. Like that, that that's like because let's be realistic. There's no way we're going back between Phoenix and Cleveland. That's probably not even like logistically possible. <laughs> you it, it, it would have to be like flying in the day of and just taking like six a.m. flights, and then going to the game and then flying back early morning the next day to hit up that that game like I, I, I don't know well like, like i said first world problems but could you imagine like you could literally just post a youtube video of us traveling back and forth <laughs> and us just like vlogging the whole it's, it's almost like we'd have to i feel like it's a challenge now we're gonna have to do it if they make it huh listen that's why we have savings accounts <laughs> i mean i'm not even because like, but honestly when was the last time part. it happened you, I think UConn won the men's UConn's definitely, UConn's definitely done it. Yeah. At the same time. But we were the only team this year to have both programs in the Elite Eight. And yeah. we were one better shooting night away from having both teams in the Final Four. And yeah. me and you would have been on a road trip to Dallas yesterday. I mean, that would have been... We would have been up at 6 a.m. <laughs> driving to Dallas. I could have showed you all the good Tex-Mex places because I have a ton of family from there. We would have been eating Tex-Mex at Rosa's because it's the best. Um... Their chicken enchiladas are fire. Um, and we would have watched that. And, you know, one of our teams probably would have won the Nani. <laughs> so you're saying if the women had beat LSU, they just would have kept winning? <laughs> I mean, I would have liked to think that. But just to be at... Um, I mean, it was... Big, it w- if you're a big Miami basketball fan, what better thing would there to be than to attend the Final Four for both teams in the same weekend? I mean, that... Like, the only thing better is one of them winning a Natty. Yeah, I couldn't believe that it was, like, logistically, like, oh, it's three hours away. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> They're both in the same state. I was like, this and is like, so doable. When we realized we were both going to the – we were both going to the to, to Houston, that's when we hooked up and we were like, yo, let's meet up. Let's do yeah. a bunch of stuff. Like, Friday, you were nice enough to pick me up from the airport, and I hung out with you, like, all day Saturday, and then – you, you would have saved me massively on Uber if I knew you were hanging out in the hotel bar. After. I mean, that was just I turned, dumb. You were I turned down the ride because I, I was we were ordering pizza because I was starving. Because we went for – what people don't know is we went for barbecue for lunch that day with Vish, Matt, and then a bunch of my friends. And I was so nervous that I literally had, like, a little, like, tiny side of mac and cheese and, like, a chicken leg, and that's it. Because I was too nervous to eat. We got, like, a family feast that's good for eight people, and it was just platters of meat. And I couldn't eat anything. And that's all I had eaten up until around midnight that night when we ordered pizza. Because I yeah. was just too nervous to eat. I think I had a, like a glass of Dr. Pepper. So yeah. I was starving. And it took Pizza Hut like over an hour to deliver the pizza. Oh, you got but it's pizza okay Hut. Because okay. The, Uber sur- the Uber surge pricing went down. When I left the stadium, it was over 100 bucks. By the time I left my friend's hotel, it was 30 So that was a lot better. <laughs> but my Uber from my hotel to my airport when I left, uh when i left houston was like close to 70 dollars so 
definitely saved me some cash this weekend, Vish. <laughs> yeah, like we actually, so we, we, I, cause I called you afterwards, like, do you want to ride out of here? And you're like, no, we're getting food. I'm like, all right, we're, cause we had to get at the car at the parking lot by 12 cause they closed the lot. Um, allegedly, yeah. although I, I have a feeling it wouldn't have mattered when we went over there but um so we're like all right we'll just hang out in the hotel bar because it was only like 10 45 or whatever it was so crowded by the time we got to the front to order because my friend was trying to get some food you it was like called me again it, it was, at my was, friend's ho- you knew my friend was staying there but you were supposed to be out getting food not back in the hotel getting food i was missing yeah nothing was open yeah it was literally like we ordered the pizza at like 11 20 and on doordash it said that this place stops taking orders at 11 27 Okay, so, so we, we had actually failed just at getting got food. The order in. We had failed at getting food before that because we got up to the hotel at the front and they have food there, but they closed mm-hmm. the kitchen at eleven. It was like eleven oh four, and the kitchen's closed. <gasps> but you were in line. I mean, it, it was it was such a shit show in there. I don't I don't lose whatever. That's I don't I don't, I don't I don't blame them. It was it was a mess. Um, so we just That's had some garbage. we just had some drinks and then left. But, so. Like we said earlier, both of our flights get, got delayed leaving Houston. So I was sitting at the airport bar watching the women's championship game. And I was sitting next to a lady that was wearing a UConn shirt. And so we were discussing the game. And I was like, I can't believe you're not staying for the finals. She's like, I know I'm a terrible fan. And she's like, would you have stayed? And I was like, I was prepared to fork out the money. <laughs> um, but I told her, I was like, I think UConn's going to destroy San Diego State. They're just playing peak basketball right now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, like, I'd planned to stay, so I had to change plans to get out of there. The other yeah, that's right. So at the end of the day, I ended up saving money because I booked just to stay through Sunday, and you booked through the whole weekend. Yeah, I almost, but I almost had to book to stay through Tuesday because a lot of the hotels closer to the arena were making you book four nights in order to stay at that hotel. Well, I don't know that it's I actually. Advantage. I don't know that I actually lost that much money than if I tried to piece it together. Because, like, the hotel I stayed at required a five-night minimum. They gave me a great rate on it. Oh, okay. Um, and then the same thing with the car rental because it gave me a weekly rate because I had it for five days, which ended up uh, not being that. So I, I definitely lost money, but not that much. The most expensive thing was moving the flight because I, I had to pay, like, the whatever the last-minute fare difference was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, we should talk about the game, though. Yes, yeah, so let's do that. All right, so <laughs> you, you, if, let's start with the – I guess we started off – very poorly it was nine nothing like that um yeah they were three for three from the field uh and, from three points to start it there and sonogo made two threes that wasn't a good start and we just and it's so sad because we got so many good looks and nothing was falling but if you i don't think you said you weren't going to watch the press conference which i did uh coach l mentioned that he felt like the team just wasn't in sync that the, the venue and the atmosphere and it all being so new, he, he thinks that the team just didn't just didn't feel comfortable for most of the game. And that's it. And, like, at one point in the first half, I think we got it to within three. Um, and then so many times in the second half, we got to, like, within ten. And then the officiating in the second half was so bad. Yeah, so – Anytime whoa. anytime we got any type of run, it was it, – it got thwarted yeah, let, by let, – like Let's talk about ball. that. Let's talk about that in a minute because I had the same thought and got yelled out on Twitter the same way you did, I think. But um, and then explain. I know it I had to retweet my tweet and explain what I was. Trying I did to the say. same thing because I got the same feedback you did. But so I, I, a guy I, literally told me to f off because I I told him I was like I, I was just like stop arguing with me get off my Twitter, and he's like well f you then but he actually said the word. I was like why are you arguing with another Miami fan? Yeah, but whatever. Oh, he's back to cheering for Duke next year, but um, <laughs> so. Right. I mean, you, you can tell the type. Um, 
so yeah, we started off and like you said, we we're getting good looks. So from where I was sitting, you asked like what was it that like kind of caused the missed layups? Some of it was definitely like them doing a good job of kind of, you know, altering shots. Some of it was us overreacting to their size and doing like stupid crap. There was a couple of Nigel Pack ones where like we were on that ankle and you could see he could have just laid it in normally and he like went for a reverse he, or double clutched he, it. Well, he got blocked. I'm pretty sure I think it was him. He got blocked early on. That was that was later when and that 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 was that, it later? that yeah, that was after because I know it was later because he already missed two or three of them. And then I told my um, friend, I was like, because you could see on that angle, like, why doesn't he just go up normally and just make the layup? And then the next time he tried that, the dude swatted the hell out of it. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe but no, there were definitely you times know, where there I was didn't... no I didn't look at our three-point shooting stats, but it was another thing. And I think I had said it before when I was on the ACF show last week. When we played Texas, we were like two of eight from three. Yeah. And I was like, we need to have better shooting from the outside. Pac needs to be taking more of these threes because he's a great shooter. And our three-point shooting percentage, again, was horrible. It, it was horrible. Like, our field goal and, percentage in, de- in general yeah, was horrible. Yeah, our field goal percentage was horrible. The three-point shooting was – we just didn't – And it, Connecticut couldn't miss. Yeah, but I do think we did get a little overwhelmed by the moment. It just it – we didn't play our we game did. at all. And actually, like, because you were there too, like, it's hard to describe how weird it is playing basketball in that environment. Like, there is so much it's empty huge. space. It is. There, it is. It, it, there's so much empty space. Everything sounds funny. The ball sounds funny. The rims sound funny. It does not – sound like a basketball game but i will tell you it was it was a very neutral site like i thought uconn would show up in the masses i actually had the most i thought our student section filled out a lot more than uconn's did i I think we had the most fans there we might have had the most fans there also if you noticed i think some of those uh fau fans were dual dual wielding because a lot of those that was red in the first game turned orange Mm-hmm. I don't know if you oh. noticed that, like behind, uh, behind, like, because F- FAU was across from UConn's bench, right? That's where like their fan section was. Yeah. And like, it was wall to wall wrecks. I'm telling my friends, like, I cannot believe FAU brought this many people. Like, and then, but the second game, the same seats, because it's one ticket well, for both. They were in orange. You got to remember. And listen, I'm from Broward originally, so I can say this. Uh, you got to remember, FAU's in Boca. Boca is a very rich, pricey. That's those are the rich Jews. I grew up in Coral Springs, which are the poor Jews. You should probably so, explain you're also Jewish before I get. I'm there. also Jewish. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I always joke. I always joke. I'm like Coral Springs, like the low mid class, and then Boca's like the upper middle class and high class area, whatever. It's it's, it's been a running joke for years. But no, they got some money in Boca. Those people. Those. Oh people no, no. I I understand they got some money. <laughs> I didn't know they had that many people that would actually cheer for their team, like. And then, but then in the second game, a lot of them are wearing orange and it's the same season. So I think I was, there was a wardrobe change. I was talking to some people around us and they were rooting for FAU and they were like, yeah, we didn't even know that FAU had a basketball team until like they started making noise in the tournament. And I was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, and I think that's, uh, I think a lot of students that go to FAU and FIU for that matter cheer for Miami. Um, which yeah. is fine. Which is fine. Like I mean, but FAU FAU is also a, a massive state school, right? So they yeah, got but... a lot more fans than than or mo- a lot more alums. Alums, yeah. But they're they're that's the, that's the weird thing though. They have the alums that that those are the the non. I didn't go to Miami, but a Miami fan people. 
Um, that's more FIU probably. I, think, yeah, I, I mean, maybe. I, think it's all I guess it's all South Florida. Yeah, it's all South. Florida. I don't. I don't know. Listen, I did a summer semester at FAU, so I was like, I'm gonna claim them if they win. <laughs> you never would have, but um. No, I probably uh, wouldn't have. I mean, no I was I was rooting for them, but I was also not rooting for them. And I was mainly not rooting for them because I didn't want them to win and us to lose. Like, had we had had the first game and we had won, then I probably would have rooted for them. I still am not but, sure if I, because just the prospect of like getting all the way to the championship game and losing to FAU, like I couldn't even risk that. I know, but that would have been fun to have an all South Florida final. I know that it's ever happened where you had where we've had like two teams from the same state play in the final. Good question. But like, and you think out of all the schools in Florida that it would be Miami and FAU, FAU to make the yeah. final four. Like, neither team has ever been the traditional basketball school. It is, it is pretty remarkable that, like, because obviously Florida won those back-to-back national championships. Back-to-back, and, and yeah, right. and, then F, and then FSU in 2020, had they had a tournament, yeah. probably would have gone very far. Right, um, right. But it is pretty remarkable that, despite all that, like, there's clearly what the best program in Florida is, and it's Miami right now. It's pretty, pretty yeah, amazing. I mean, FAU, the problem is FAU plays in a weak conference. So I'm just talking about overall, as, like, as a program, like, made the Elite Eight yeah, and yeah, the Final yeah, yeah. Four. Like, and then, overall, like, yeah. the, the the resume of, like, the whole... Just what's the what's the best program in the state? It, it's it's Miami Currently, by a mile. It's, yeah, it's Miami yeah, by a mile. Florida and FSU didn't even, like, make the NIT. Right, is and they did the NIT? No. No. No, no, and FA, FSU didn't even win 10 games. Like, it's not even close, though, I guess. It's... But they beat us one game, so they think they're amazing. That's true. That, that, and they, yeah, have their, yeah. they have their final four in 1972. Yeah. Well, That's literally excuses. They're like, we have the same number of final fours. I was like, you guys got to the final four in 72, and that's before the field expanded. And it's 1972, so if you're going to use that excuse, then I can use the whole, we have five championships I, and you have three in football. I, I feel like you spent a lot of time arguing with FSU fans, and I'm not sure why. I no, I, it's not that I argue a lot. It's just that I see, I follow a few FSU fans because we have a good conversation on Twitter, and so I see a lot of the stuff that they retweet, and I'm just like, if if we can't use the argument, then the same argument is invalid for you as well. See, like so- you tell us to stop referencing the past, but then when we do it, it's not okay. Like when you do it, it's okay, but when we do it, it's not. The yeah. best, the best, and not really the best. Argument I've seen is the whole we have the same amount of final fours and we beat you once this year. Um, so we're just as good as you guys. Yeah, see, th- and this this is the problem. This is why I said I think you spent probably too much time arguing with them. Like, what do you what no amount of logic is gonna punch through that. <laughs> if you're taking that stance, then you're not all there. Like I had a conversation with an FSU fan on Twitter a few months ago and they were actually, no, it wasn't on Twitter. It was one of, of one of Coop's lives. They came into the show like, and we were just in the, we were in the chat and they were saying how their five and seven season the year prior was better than our five and seven season this year because they won games later in the season. They beat us and they improved through the season, even though we had the same record. And I was like, you didn't improve through the season. You lost to Jacksonville State. At least our Middle Tennessee loss. At least they're an F, you know, a Division One and not an FC, an FCS. We're an FBS school. Like, the the logic was so bad. They're like, no, you kept losing though, and you didn't improve. And we beat you towards the end of the season, and you guys had a winning record, so that makes that season better. And I'm like, 
it's the same record. We both sucked as equally. <laughs> but your again, worst loss is more again, embarrassing than ours. Again, again, you're, you're you're trying to use logic with FSU fans. Like one day you'll. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not going to go in. Yeah, I got to stop in. reading threads. I I start reading <laughs> threads and I get annoyed and I'm just too passionate about it. But when they started talking crap about our our hoops team when we were in the final four and they're all celebrating that we lost, I was like, you guys are so petty. Like yeah. you can make fun of us if you were in the final four also and won, and you could be like, oh, I mean, better. We, okay, like- so if FSU or UF was in the final four, I'd definitely be rooting against them and happy they lost. So for sure, but I wouldn't be holding up like, oh, well, we beat you. Yeah, we no, only that- had nine wins this season, but haha. We yeah, beat no, that you, that and you that's lost to the worst team in the ACC. Like that's yeah, it's that's I, where the stupidity. I would never comes do in. that. Yeah, that, that's where. I the mean, I would joke around in. and be like, oh, like if, say we beat them and they won the and they won the Natty in basketball. I would do that whole UCF thing where like, oh, well, we beat them. So we technically won the 92, but like joking around. Right. But they're serious. They were talking about how they have a better hoops program because they beat us. That our final four runs not legit because we lost to a nine win team. You can, you can shut that down by saying, do you want to trade hoops programs? They'll say, say yes. And let, before you can finish the uh, sentence. They'd probably be too stubborn to even admit it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, they're going to, they're probably going to be firing our, our old friend Leonard Hamilton in the near term in the near future if they don't get better yeah uh, leonard hamilton which he which is he was coach l um yeah leonard hamilton was the coach when i was there for a year um so yeah you, you, you never you never had the the coach he was, experience. he was he was before right before perry clark yeah so my freshman year was the year we made the sweet 16 and then uh he went to the nba leonard hamilton um and failed and, miserably yeah yep and then we had perry clark which was horrible yes that was the end of my that was the rest of my time in college was Perry Clark. So I you got to you got you got to see a football championship and a baseball one. So. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, I started in oh I started in oh four. My best year was when Brock Berlin like took us to the Peach Bowl. You know, it hasn't really been downhill else. since you since you got on. Campus, like so. I was in the student section hoping we would put Kirby Freeman in. I mean, it's hard so. to like. That's what I was telling my friends before the game. Like, and and we'll get back to the game in a second, but. I, I haven't I haven't felt this way in so long. We're like we're actually playing like a championship stakes game because we've been so bad at everything for so long. It's always like like it was just weird. Like I didn't felt that way since like college. Like, yeah. Oh I my god, we people, could actually like win something, win something. I was telling friends because like I have people that don't follow the basketball program as much as just follow football. I was like, imagine the football team making the college football playoff. This is what it feels like. Because I know we've won the the Natty before in, in football before and all of this stuff, but like going to the football playoff for the first time, that's what this Final Four run has felt like to us true hoops fans. Like, and if like the the twenty years of mediocrity with the football program, we've we've besides the last couple of years and then our twenty thirteen run, we've basically been living in mediocrity and really poor play for a long time. Yeah. There was one year because of like the the FBI investigation where I think we only had like six scholarship players and they they were injured and like we were getting to the point where we were gonna have to play walk ons like that's how bad it was. Yeah, no, and and so this the last two years have been so important to us actual hoop fans like any like football fans that are watching this show like that's what you have to understand this final four run like it may seem stupid when you hear me say like oh I shed a tear after we made it to the final four it's because. This is such a big deal for us. Like we are so dedicated to this program 
And I've had season, I mean, I haven't had season tickets for the last couple of years because of my job, but I'm going to figure it out. Uh, but before that, from the time I graduated in 2008 to like 2018, 2019, I had season tickets every single year. Oh, Edward's making a comment about winning, winning a football championship. <laughs> He's a Clemson fan. <laughs> I mean, when I was in college, we won the football championship, so I, I can relate, Edward. The, B- the BCS era. Yes. But Edward, Edward is a respectful Clemson fan, so I talk with him often about football. Yeah, he doesn't like, rub it in my face. Like it was, it was. It's it's so hard to explain now, but back then, like you, we literally won every game, and there was no. By the time it got to like that Fiesta Bowl, like you weren't even really that nervous. Like, of course, we're gonna win. We haven't lost in, like three. We basically years. should have had three championships yeah. in a row. Yeah, no, my we sophomore got, year. We got screwed over by the BCS in two thousand. That was my sophomore one. year. Yeah, <laughs> and the then, junior and won then the championship we got the screwed by the refs in, in 02. Yeah, I remember watching the 02 game. I think I was a junior in high school and being like, oh, that sucks. Like, sucks to be them. And then the next year, I decided I wanted to go to Miami. And then and then I was like, wow. That that one is still... That like, I immediately still... took offense to it. Like, I didn't care because I wasn't a Miami person In your person blood. Yet. In your blood. But then as soon as I got in, I was like, you know what? I take offense to this. That's horrible. And then I learned more about the Miami football history because before that, I wasn't really following college football. I only followed college basketball. So, and then like pro stuff. But... I got into college football more once I started going to college, but I was like, you know what? I take offense to this. We should have six nineties, probably seven. Yeah, I was I was at that game and I sat in that corner where they call the pass interference. Actually, I was like right there. <laughs> anyway, what needs to happen is the Miami football team needs to get good when the championship game is in the Orange Bowl in in Florida, so that I don't have to pay for travel. I just have to get a ticket to the game. I will say, like that would help me out a lot. This <laughs> I don't know that it would be as expensive i think one of the problems here is it's for schools it's just like so much more demand like if it's no, only... no 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 like with like the final game not like the two playoff semis like the final game no but what i'm saying is even the semis or the final it's just two schools it's two fan bases for the final four it's four that's why mm-hmm. it's like so much more expensive like there's no and then one of the oh, other and, also... and they're in different areas yeah too. yeah so, so for the final four it's like you got four fan bases yeah. coming into the same on the on the same game ticket yeah, yeah. So it's and just, then it just the, the, semi, the semis for the college football playoffs are in different different are in different, different things, and then that so so yeah. it, it'll be. I have a feeling it'd be less expensive. Plus, like you can sit where you sat and see easily in football. <laughs> oh yeah, I love my I love where my season tickets are for for football. I'm like the twenty or thirty twenty or thirty yard line upper deck uh, on the home side, so I get like the nice the the shade. Because uh, whoever sits on the lower level on the away side. Ugh. Yeah, no, that's brutal. God bless you, because honestly, that's brutal. No, I think you're I like think... a section or two over from me, so. Yeah, because you said you were like in 53, right? Yeah, we're like right on like the 40, I think. I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in 350, so I'm like 20 yards down. But we're right. like, we're pretty far up. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Edward said for the final, you got all-day passes or just tickets? For, for the basketball team? The the tickets we got for the final four were for both games. Yeah, it's just it's just one we were, ticket. We for were both able games. to go to both games. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just one ticket for both games. There's no option to split it. One ticket for both games. Yeah. And there's no option to do otherwise. So you basically pay for two games. That's why it's so expensive. Yeah, I watched. We got to the the stadium right when the game started for the FAU-SDSU. So we watched the whole game. But that last, I tell you, that last shot by SDSU, that was, I jumped up. I was like, oh, my God. That was crazy. And we had some SDSU fans, a few a few rows in front of us. We had some FAU fans behind us. So it was like watching elation and then watching just complete disappointment all at the same time. But like for me, as much as I love watching Kane's hoops, I get so stressed watching their games. Like for me, it's fun watching a meaningful game where I don't have a dog in the fight. And for it to come down to like the last shot, I love it. To me, that's so exciting to watch. I was I got excited and I'm not even a San Diego State fan. But um, but then the whole Miami game, I was a nervous wreck. Yeah, no, that's. But in my I, head, I was like, no, we're gonna come back. We've done it so many times. We're gonna come back. We're gonna come back. And yeah, well, well let's actually talk about the game this time. So we 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 fell behind nine nothing. So we missed a bunch of layups. So like, actually felt good still at that point because like we're getting all the shots we need. They're gonna go in. They never went in. <laughs> I was confident. I was so confident because like Coach L makes such great halftime adjustments. Through the tournament, we've had to play coming back. Like, we've had to play down and come back. Like, and we've never had a game where we've played horrible the whole game. Like, we generally have at least one good half. Well, and well, in the tournament, it's been the second half. Yeah, and especially the way, like, the, I'm like, we're not going to keep missing layups. We're going to knock down nah. some of these open threes. I thought this was different than Texas in that Texas, we weren't getting threes up because they were they were overplaying us at the three-point line yeah Yeah, which opened up the driving lanes and we took advantage and this game we were getting open threes we were getting to the to the rim and we just weren't making anything it was i was like if we keep getting these shots and and we didn't have the re we didn't have the rebounding and i've said it before if we out rebound the other team we win every time yeah but there's only so much norchad can do when their center is seven two and he's six seven yeah, and, I, and you and could the, tell he was trying to stay out of foul trouble. He he was wasn't being as aggressive as he usually is. Um, and I think a, a part of that was just like he knows, like when you've got like a six inch deficit on the guy you're guarding, what can he do? It was yeah. just it was as honestly out of that bracket, there were so many other teams that we probably would have beat UConn was a horrible matchup for us. Well, it was a horrible matchup, and we also didn't play well. Because one we of the didn't. ways – the one of the ways we, we've gotten away with it, because we're not the first tall team that we played, but Duke. Yeah, and that's how we've beaten Duke. I mean, right. we lost to Duke in the ACC tournament because North Side got, got injured in the first but, minute. But, but I, think, I think the difference here is you don't make your layups. You don't make your open threes. You don't punish yeah. them for being yeah. too big. Because that's, yeah. that's what we've done to teams. We've gotten them to adjust to us. Because you can't guard us, and we'll go yeah. up and down. We'll play in the eighties. We're fine playing in the eighties. So eventually, yeah. they get uncomfortable. Like we got to match up because we kept missing open shots. They never had to match up, and then eventually we were, we were off. We were, we were so. And I, and I and I said it at halftime. I was like, "No, Coach, I was going to make the adjustments. They're going to calm down. We've done this before." I felt confident because we had played so many close games in the right. ACC, and yeah, we've given up big leads, but we've also had to play from behind, especially more recently. We've had to play from behind a lot. And I was confident. I'm like, I've never seen us play a complete game so poorly. And then Coach L said the same thing in his press conference. Like, it sucks that, like, the one time we have – that our worst performance has to come in our last but game. I, I actually – I think those are – Honestly, really- we beat – we have we match up so well with San Diego State. Yeah, and I mean – I said it. I was like, if we beat UConn, we win the Natty. 
Yeah, but I think those things are related. Like, I think we played our worst game because the moment got to us a little bit. It was a weird atmosphere. Like, we're we're missing. Like, I mean, we had to pull Wug out of the game. Just period. Like, he didn't yeah. come back. Like, that's crazy. Well, we also we also needed Bensley's defense. We we did, but the fact that even after um, Pax Shu, which we'll talk about in a second, happened, um, we went to Beverly. Like, I think he thought Wug had lost it and was not going to put him back in the game yeah and and that's like crazy to think about because how many how much progress he's made and just like coach L saw like this guy is he's not he's just it's completely lost it and i i, I think had we made some of those shots at some of those layups connecticut mm-hmm. would have had to adjust to us yeah i will Edward's say comment. yeah no it's Edward's definitely comment. Their, their guards are six five like pack is listed as six feet He's yeah, no, it, it wasn't a good matchup for us. But again, the way we've always gotten away with it. In fact, same thing if you call like this going way back to last year. But that first game against USC, they were very similar. They had two bigs. All their guards were huge. We forced the tempo at them and forced them to play their backups because yeah. they couldn't guard us. But you got to finish and, your shots. You and that's a big reason why, why I'm like, I know we need taller people. But I'm hesitant to be like, oh, let's just get the traditional center because our game with the lineup that we're going to have next year, we're still going to be an up tempo, an up tempo team. Yeah. I'm hesitant to be but, like, let's just go get a seven footer because you keep you want to keep Norchad on the floor, but if you also get a center that that's big, then you've got basically like a center and a, and a power forward who doesn't necessarily play the up tempo game, and then where, where do you go from there? It kind of changes how we play and i think our tempo and our outside shooting minus this game is what makes us so good because we're gonna have pack back next year woga is gonna take a step um i'm assuming beverly's staying bensley's gonna be a junior he'll probably take another step we've we've got a a big man coming yeah. in at 610 who knows how much play time he'll get and how he's gonna develop but i'm sure we'll I get, would love i'm us, sure we'll be in the portal so i would love us to get another um taller point guard because Nigel is like a combo guard. Yeah. And and he's played the point for us well. But he's he's more he's more of a shooting guard to me, honestly. I would love us to get another either a combo guard or a point guard to pair well with Nigel, assuming Wong isn't staying. Okay, so and you have Wooga. I'm gonna call a twenty second time out here or thirty second now. Um oh, wow, I dated myself back when they used to be twenty. Um they made thirty seconds to could squeeze a commercial break in, um, because commercials mm-hmm. are thirty seconds. But anyway. I want to do a whole show with you talking about next year and how we build this thing oh, out. Yeah, I'll uh, go off. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I want to do that, and I also want to do it for uh-huh. the women's team too. So we might have a couple of shows coming up, but I want to just finish this this final four game off before we do next yeah. year. Yeah. So, but let, let's let's put a pin in that. But I definitely want to have that whole conversation with you on another show. So let's let's do that. Well, you've known you've known me long enough now to know that when I start getting passionate about something I'm talking about, it just goes. Oh, I'm the same way. I think that's why we get along well at Twitter because, like, I respond to, like, everything on my timeline. You do, too. That's why I'm always talking to you now. <laughs> it's, it's just, like, who can get more words in before the other one thinks of yeah. something to say? Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but I will say a couple of, couple of things that – so after we went behind 9 nothing, remember, we actually tied the game back up. We, we fought it all the way back in the first half. When Nigel Pack, yeah, when Nigel Pack hit that three, we tied it, and then they went on an 8-0 run. Oh. Um. So we actually I don't even tied. remember that. Yeah, no, we hit a three <laughs> and we tied it. And I was like, man, reset. We're right where we need to be. And then they went on another yeah. run. And the end of the first half closed was really bad. Um, yeah. Especially I that, was kept saying, I was like, just keep it at single digits. And, and especially they hit a that, three that, at the end. Yeah, and that, that was really, like, I would say bad game management bias. Because we only committed three fouls. Like, yeah. once, once he drives baseline, just reach in. Make them inbound it. There's, like, a second left. Yeah. Allowing him to, like 
go baseline and curl the pass around without like really and leaving the guy open for three. Just 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 take yeah. the foul on the pass. Make well, I think we had had a timeout um, a little bit before that, and I kept saying to take Norchad out for the rest of the half because he had one foul, and you could tell he yeah. was playing right. careful. I was like, why not just put Walker in for that last minute? Um, but they kept him on the floor, and I don't know that that was the best decision because Norchad wasn't going to reach in on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, but even out. even one of the guards on the perimeter could have just, like, reached in and, and, and just given a cheap foul to make them inbound it with, like, two seconds instead of running a play. Yeah, and then the, the second half started off horribly. I think we were down, like, 21 at one point. We were down 20. We, we booked it back and got to within 10. Eight. And then it was some eight. of the call, some okay. of the officiate. Right, and I'm not trying to make an excuse. UConn outplayed us. They for sure outplayed us. But anytime we tried to make a run, there was some BS call that got made against us. Uh, the the Wong foul, which should have been a charge. Um, I can't even name all of them anymore. But yeah, there, so, there was I, so a the few biggest calls one that kind of turned the tide. It, it happened. And again, we both made the same point on Twitter, got yelled at for the same reason and clarified. Yeah. It's we're playing like crap. Like Connecticut's been better than us. They deserve to be in front, but every time we get close enough where we can really step back into the game. We get hosed by the refs. It happened like three or four times. And we actually got it down to eight at one point. And that was the one mm -hmm. where, where Wong grabbed the rebound and was going on for the fast break. And they basically just tackled him in the open floor and no call. Yeah, and they never called the foul. They didn't call foul on anything. I was like, foul. I was like, two guys just ran into each other. I was like, I was like, this isn't football. I remember that now. Yeah. I'm like, I yelled. I'm like, this ain't football. Like, yeah. And then they they actually went down and hit a three off that loose yeah. ball. And it, it was went a from four 11. point. It was a four point turnaround. Yeah, yeah it was. It was went to eleven, and we were fast breaking to cut to six because it was an eight we, point game. We were playing. There was like a three or four minute span where we made some shots. We forced some turnovers, and we sped the game up. And that was that was and it was like around the fifteen or fourteen minute. Yeah, there was plenty of time left at that point. And. And I'm I'm excited. My voice is going hoarse because I was like, "All right, we're making that run. We're doing the same thing we did against Texas." And then just some of these foul and some of these calls, and you just can't. And then Nigel packs shoe. And for anyone who's watching this, stop blaming the equipment manager or the trainer for his shoe. No basketball team keeps extra shoes on the sideline. And when, and people are like, "Oh, well, when Zion's shoe broke, they got him his shoe really quick." You all have to remember, Cameron Indoor is like this. This is a football stadium. The run back to the locker room to get him another pair of shoes is a lot longer. And I even, I overreacted on Twitter too. They, it, it's a long run and they don't, no team keeps shoes on the sideline. Don't blame Adidas because it's happened to Nike's, uh, I think Zion was wearing Paul George's shoe, which is yeah. Nike. Yeah, don't blame anything. They don't keep shoes on the sideline. It's, a, it's just crap luck. It's bad luck. And the, their locker room is a lot further away than a regular basketball arena would have been. Plus, I mean, Duke is on their campus. They got everything sitting there. Like, what are we talking about? This is a yeah. football stadium. Like, it's I think not they, I think they, And I think it was worded wrong on the broadcast and on Twitter that they were saying that Nigel didn't have an extra pair of shoes at all. No, and it was I don't the, think that well, was the case. Well, he, he, he wore something. Extra, he, so he he didn't have, have an extra pair of shoes on the, on the bench, bench because nobody keeps extra shoes yeah, there. No, like, no I that. seriously doubt that he only traveled with one pair of shoes. Yeah, he like wore something to the game and stuff. He's got other shoes. Yeah. I, I can guarantee you there were another pair of shoes in the locker room. The trick was that they didn't have a pair of shoes on the bench and no team keeps extra shoes on the bench. Right, and, and obviously he had another pair of shoes. You can tell because he 
finish the game. Yeah, he wasn't him. gonna wear somebody else's yeah, shoes. Yeah, he, he was wearing it shoes. Was his shoes. But the way, like, I think Susan, good old Susan, uh, something that said is like, Nigel doesn't have another pair of shoes. They're looking for a pair of shoes for him. Like the way it was worded was horrible. And I even overread it on Twitter because I was like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. But that's not the case. They no, had to go find him. They had to go find his shoes in the locker room that's miles away from yeah, the football stadium. Again, if you're in that stadium, you would realize how long it would take to get to the locker room and get back it's, on a, it's it's huge. It is unbelievably big. It's yeah. massive. Yeah. And it's not because, like they have a lot of area like like you said, no one keeps spare shoes on the bench. Yeah. And there's and, no way to keep people, them anyway. Yeah. And and what people have to realize when you're watching the game, remember this is a football stadium and the basketball basketball court's not a hundred yards like a football stadium is so all those chairs around it are chairs that are actually on the field so they have to go through all of that and then go through the tunnel go to the locker room get the shoes out of wherever they are and come all the way back this isn't just like oh the tunnel's right there the locker room is literally three steps away it's a lot farther it got blown up way out of proportion yeah and i think sometimes you know they say it's not your night that is a good indication It was just not. It was not our night. It was not our night. As soon as UConn came out and made three threes, well, their center hit a couple of threes. I'm like, well, this is. But again, we fought it back. We tied the game at one point in the first half. We 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 sliced twelve points off of a twenty point lead. We just couldn't get over that that hump. The the problem is, so basketball is a game of runs. Right. UConn's runs were uh, a lot more. They their runs were bigger than ours, and. They were, once they made the first run, we would get it back to almost even. They'd make another run. And so the whole time we were fighting just to get back to even instead of being able to make that run when it's even and go ahead. And then the officiating in the second half was so terrible. I mean, they called one foul on them in the first, like, 16 minutes. And the second foul was when, like, three people fouled Jordan at the same time. We went to, like, the under eight timeout or something, and I'm like, UConn has one foul. Yeah, and I still think the biggest one was the long play because that that point you said a game of runs. We had cut the lead down to eight, mm-hmm. and you kind of call timeout. That's when we were finally like, wait, we might we might be able to do this. Yeah, we forced some turnovers, and then he got yeah, like, and then they missed. Tackled. Yeah, they missed, and we got the rebound. So like the timeout didn't work because actually yeah. a few times I was impressed. You kind of drew up really good plays out of timeout and got like layups yeah. and wide open threes. That time they didn't. We got the rebound, yeah. and then man, I don't know. You know what? Call a charge on on Wong then. You got to call something. You can't have two players run into each other, end up on the ground, the ball like squirt out, and just be like, all ball or something. Like, what do you even it's call like, it? I mean, call there's something. A phrase, let, there's a phrase that's let it play. That That's not let him play. That's not a let him play. Like, yeah, there's a foul exactly. somewhere. Some, Wong got knocked to the ground. Yeah, I would, I would even have accepted an offensive foul on Wong if they're going to say, like, he charged. You can't tell me there was no contact. Two guys ran into each other. The ball squirted out. They're lying on the ground. It was an obvious block. It was. It was obvious. They were both about. running. I mean, it was and worse. It was. A, it was. It was a four-point turnaround yeah, because yeah. UConn came and scored on that play. Right, and, and we could have actually cut to six, which yeah, you know, when we're right in the game. But again, UConn was the better team, and we just didn't. Yeah, and it, 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 yeah, it's not us making excuses. Right. But the, I mean, the officiating wasn't as bad as the women's championship game yesterday. I mean, um, crap. That, that's a whole the, other that podcast. Was so poor. <laughs> that, that's a whole other um, show. Right, but it it some of those calls really destroyed any momentum that we were trying to gain to get back into the game. Yeah. UConn definitely outplayed us. They definitely deserved the dub. But it, they never, and and I got ridiculed on Twitter for it, and I had to explain myself. I understand UConn played better than us. But we had a few runs there where we would get it to within 10 and something would happen and 
there'd be a bad call and then UConn would just take off again. And and there was no getting back into the game in the second half because of it. And again, yeah, no, every time we had that congrats show. to UConn, but it's it was very frustrating because differences in some of the, the, the calls and this game's a lot closer than what the score shows. Well, I, I think what I think two things can be true, right? UConn was the better team. They absolutely deserved a win and we dug our own hole, right? Mm-hmm, but for sure. But it can also be true that we missed a couple opportunities to potentially climb out of that hole because of the officiating. Like those, those are not mutually exclusive thoughts. And actually, no. actually know exactly are, what I both tweeted. Are correct. Yeah, I actually it, know exactly what I correct. what I tweeted was quote the refs are killing us. Period. Just hit send and then check my phone at the next time yeah. out. And the it was way, like, holy, the, holy the way I worded it the first time, I said something about like the refs are deciding the outcome of this game, and then. I probably worded that poorly. And then I had to like quote tweet it and explain. I'm like, I'm not saying UConn did not play us, but I'm saying the refs did not give us a chance in the second half. Yeah. No, I, I and then people still this, argued with me. I did this. I said the same thing. I was like, it's not that we're losing because of the refs, but they're denying us some opportunities. Every time we get close and have a chance to kind of make it even closer, they get a call. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and even little things like I know that dude is seven, two. Like, there were times where he had him boxed out and he would just reach over the back. Like, that's still a foul. Just because you're taller, yeah. you can't go over the top of him. Like, call that we one. Had issues, we had issues rebounding long rebounds. Yeah, no, we... we they we got, got a lot of second-chance opportunities off second, long rebounds. In, in I'm the like, why aren't our guards boxing out? Yeah, no, in the second half especially. I think that's part of, like, you know, going with Bensley over Wooga, that's part of the trade-off there. Because um, Wooga's a pretty good d- defensive rebounder yeah. and Bensley's not really. Um but I, I think, you know, if you call one over the back foul on that guy, how much how much less aggressive is he, right? I mean, there's little things like that. The idea that every yeah. single time he went over and volleyball did he was clean, not one time did he make contact. Well, I, that... I mean, they had one foul up until like... <laughs> yeah, that's that's my point. They did. It's not like it's like you missed a call. Like, they didn't call a foul on him. Like, so, so, and um, on any one other team for like most of the half. So something was... Yeah. And not again. That's but not again, why we lost. That's not UConn. Why we lost. Yeah. Congrats to UConn. No, the better, the I, better I think th- I think they're going to beat San Diego State. But hey, San Diego State proved me wrong. Yeah. But given assuming they win, we'll have lost to the eventual champs in uh, both men's and women's this year, and we lost to the eventual champs in men's last year. So and women's. We're just getting screwed in bracketology. Women's last year also. It was just early in the tournament, South Carolina. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Dang. I low-key think I, I low-key think last year's women's team was probably better than this one. They just got a bad draw. They were playing so well at the end of the year because they started really slow. Destiny was injured. Oh uh, the, and by the time the, by the yeah, that was tournament against Louisville. Yeah, like what a shot. Well the whole the Man, whole that, last, that game was crazy. I still year. I still watch like the last seven minutes of that game on YouTube. You can watch like a clip of it. Like when I'm like depressed, I'm like that. I'm just gonna watch Destiny. I, I will score, tell you, I'm score gonna, 17 I'm points miss- in a row here. I'm gonna miss Destiny Harden so know, much, man. She she's everything that women's that Kane's women's basketball is about. Um, yeah, no, I, and I, the, I think if that team if that team had gotten a better because they were playing so well, like they started the year so bad, like that yeah. they were like not even in the bracketology, like not first four last four out or anything. Yeah. And by the second half of the year, they were playing really well, yeah. and then they got put into a. And then they got put into South Carolina at South Carolina. That was the end yeah. Of but they actually played well, South Carolina I mean, better than most teams did. I mean, time. this year though, they played a one seed also. Yeah, but South Carolina's and a different animal than Indiana is. Like last year, South Carolina was just killing. I tell you what, I saw on Twitter and, and and someone made a good point. I forget who said it. 
that um, Iowa did LSU a favor because like LSU's losses this year were all to South Carolina. Yeah, and bad. And so too. by Iowa beating South Carolina in the Final Four, basically it was like here's yeah. the here's the natty because because um, Iowa did the one thing they couldn't do, and then they beat Iowa. So, but yeah, Angel Reese, man. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's given her a hard time because she didn't have great stats in the finals, but she was out with foul trouble. Well, everyone was. I mean, that officiating. <laughs> yeah. Like three of their starters basically sat out the second quarter because of foul trouble. Yeah, no, that was just they. they and then Caitlin like, Clark picked up a third by by before the yeah. second half before the second quarter ended. Yeah, no, they the officials ruined that game. Like they, I, I think LSU really was the bad team and deserved the, to win. The, they, the tech that they called on Caitlin Clark for like moving the basketball or something well what what they tried to explain after the game is they said that iowa already had a delay a game from earlier in the game so that was the second one and that's why she got teed up yeah exactly your your, your face is my reaction to that that was the explanation because it was like what are you kidding me you gave a technical for that They're like Literally no no it wasn't game. for that it was for the second delay a game so and, and and you know what it's it's really unfortunate because me and you had talked about this. We were really looking forward to this game. Yeah. The Angel Reese versus um, Caitlin Clark matchup. And Edward will agree with me because I think I spoke about this with him too. I was really looking forward. I don't think they guard each other. But I was just – because it's just two really great women's basketball players playing and one of the most, like, popular final four games that the women's basketball team – women's basketball in general has ever had as far as viewership's concerned. And the refs just – they ruined it. Yeah, no. And I'm I wasn't rooting for either team, quite honestly. Me either. Me I didn't either. have a dog in the fight. I didn't really care. Um, a part of me was rooting for LSU because they beat our team, and then a part of me was rooting against LSU because they beat our team. Um, but I just wanted a fun game and I just felt like the officiating kind of ruined it. Like honestly, I was looking forward to that game more than the men's final. Yeah, no, that should have been Miami lost, but well, yeah, I mean I'm still a little. Um, but that yeah, that that the, the officials no one shows up to 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 see them yeah. play to see them and they just took that game over it, and it, yeah it was super unfortunate and they're yeah. and they're talking about all the wrong things post game with that oh my I, god i won't bring all of that because yeah, it's, it's all controversial but it's not it's not controversial it is it's ridiculous it, no it is ridiculous but i don't i didn't want to get into that i mean unless you want to <laughs> I mean, um, I don't care. The floor is yours if I you want to. I don't know I, if you read my tweet, but I, I talked about I, it. I, I just, just knowing you, I think we're probably on the same side of this discussion. So go for it. I'm a, I'm a, I'll just say I'm a big Angel Reese fan. Okay. I, I just, I, I say kudos to her for being herself, and I think she's getting painted in a really bad light, uh, and that's unfortunate. And it's kind of ruining what LSU did this season. And winning the first national championship for their program, um, and people were complaining that Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark, didn't get um, like the most outstanding player. But when does when does the the a player on the losing team get that? It doesn't happen. Had Iowa won for sure, Caitlin Clark would have done it. And I'm not saying she's not the most outstanding player in the tournament. Caitlin Clark is a beast. She's a once in a lifetime generational player for women's basketball. She's a beast. But Angel Reese was the most valuable player for, for LSU. And did she have a great finals game? No. But her stats didn't match up to what she's been doing because she was in foul trouble. It happens. That girl, I don't remember her name, that girl off the bench with a cool afro. That girl couldn't miss. She was <laughs> yeah, just throwing, she went off, yeah. She was just throwing balls up from everywhere and stuff was going in. And I was like, wow. This, I, I think she's a freshman, too. I was like, way to step up for your team as a freshman 
in the most important game of your life and come away like at halftime. I think she had like 21 points. Like, but no, yeah, I, I just, I, 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 I really do. I, I, I don't want to say I feel bad because I, I don't know how to describe it, but like Angel Reese isn't getting the, isn't getting the, the respect she deserves. I feel, and I think it's a shame that they're trying to kind of like dim her light and something that's supposed to be so exciting by complaining to her about doing the John Cena thing when it was just done like the weekend before. By yeah, somebody it's, else. It, it's, it's stupid. It's dumb. Like it, there's definitely some misogyny and racism pulled into one there. Yeah, I'll just say it. You, and, and, you, you and dance around it. Question. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go right in. I'll go right in. Yeah, um, I, I asked that question on Twitter. I was like, had this been a man? Had this been the men's tournament? Is this even a conversation? No, of course not. Other than other um, than other than that's. I mean, if you, uh, it would have been a conversation in the context of what a badass. Yeah. <laughs> not it like it's a been, negative. It, it would. Yeah. It would have been a conversation in a positive light. I mean, so but instead, many. Instead, so it's, many a, of... it's a it's a young it's a young black female player. Yeah, no, it's and exactly and, it and 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 I hate to say it, but there's there's a racial component involved, and there's a sexist component involved, and that's just my opinion. We're all allowed to have our opinions, and it's really a shame because Angel Reese is an excellent basketball player, um, and I I think it's great. I love her trash talk. I wish I had the guts to do that. Yeah, no, and and Edward's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we as Miami fans very well know when you when you when you you, you reap what you Miami sow. Miami invented trash talk. Yeah, and getting getting made fun of when we lose. Like we've been there and done that, right? Like we we know what the we know what the stakes are. When you run your mouth, when I, you lose, it comes back. I've at trash you. I've trash talk enough in the stands that I got kicked out of a basketball game by the refs. So, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, I not that Angel that. Reese will ever watch this show, but I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge Caitlin Clark fan too, bro. I played basketball through high school. I mean, I wasn't good enough to play in college, but I played varsity basketball in high school. So I love basketball. I've been playing it since I was like seven years old. So these, these girls are amazing. And it, it, it was is. for me, it was super exciting to see how popular the women's tournament it is awesome was this to year see how much it's and how, and how much the viewership expanded into the final four and what LSU and Iowa was able to do despite how bad the rest were and how exciting uh how just how exciting it was and i know a lot of that's caitlin clark because she's a generational player uh but i i enjoyed watching the the, the i also i also think as and and again we're going to do a whole broadcast talking about like our women's team we'll yeah. probably touch on some of this but as the women's game expands there's a lot more parity you saw two one seeds lose in the second round this year uconn didn't make make the elite eight yeah. for the first time forever South right? carolina lost yeah south carolina lost so it's just it's, it's, the game is expanding it's getting better and better and people are noticing and that's why you're seeing the rain i hope i hope i hope more girls want to play basketball because it seems like the most popular girl sport sport currently is softball which i hope miami gets a softball team one day is it uh, not soccer also I, I softball's to me is more fun to watch than than lady soccer. No, I'm not softball talking about hard. I'm not saying I'm not talking about difficult. I'm just talking about most popular sport. It's got to be soccer really? right, for women. I don't know softball. I think is. I mean, the U.S. women's popular. team is a machine, and that like permeates like all women's sports. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, we but, went way off topic here. Uh, so final four. I know, but <laughs> I just well, we started talking about women's basketball. I know, I know, like, I know. Taylor Taylor Clark has such a big a big platform, and I hope more young girls want to play basketball because it, a lot of the times you see ESPN post tweets about what's going on in the WNBA or what's going on in women's college basketball, 
And like 90% of the responses are like, who cares? Nobody watches women's basketball, yeah, but blah, here, blah, blah, blah. Here's, here, here's my, my statement to that. First of all, no one asked you. So keep scrolling. Second, yeah. for years, right, we've heard of like why, why as an excuse for, for lack of coverage of women's sports. Well, no one cares or they would cover it. People care. They're covering it. And now you're complaining that they're covering it. Like, I was like, I thought you said if people cared, they should cover it. Well, people care. So they're covering it. So I what is your problem? I'm probably going to get, I'm going to probably get uh, season tickets for the women's teams next year. And I've never done that. I usually just go to a few games, but I'll probably be in the stands for as many women's games as men's games that I can attend when I'm not working. And when I'm not there, I'm splitting season tickets with a friend and he'll go. Yeah, no, but I, um, I, across the board, women's sports are popular. That's why they cover them. Yeah. If you don't honestly, like it, if it's not one your of my, tea, don't watch it. No honestly, one of my favorite things to watch is the Women's College World Series. I love what women's softball to me is so much fun to watch. I, I just, I tried to play softball in high school. I played for a few years. Um, it's a hard sport. And honestly, it looks harder than baseball because everything is a lot closer mm. and things are coming at you faster. Uh, but softball to me is really fun. And obviously I'm a basketball fan, so I'm going to watch that too. But I'm hoping this final four this year with how exciting it was, gets more people caring about, about women's basketball. And I hope Caitlin Clark stays at Iowa next year. So I think she can bring a lot more popularity to the sport. So I saw, do you know if this is true? I saw that she's technically like not eligible for the pros yet. She's a senior. I swear. I saw something about no. like, like she's Angel Reese. Angel Reese is not eligible yet. Okay, maybe I mixed them up. I... Yeah. No, Caitlin Clark, Caitlin Clark is eligible. She just has a fifth year because of the COVID year. Oh, wait, hold on so a second. She... No, no, no. That, that, I'm just I'm reading this now. Caitlin Clark is not eligible for the WNBA. Here's why. Oh, I hadn't heard that. You're teaching um, me something about, about it. What? Okay, though the NBA changed rule, blah, blah. The change... Edward said Claire. the Natty game averaged 9.9 .9 million views and peaked at 12.6 million views. So, hey, all the haters, people care. Okay, Edward so actually. Stats. You got to so, get Edward on here before for a Clemson preview for football. Let's uh, not. <laughs> He's, no, no, no. He's, listen, me and him, I literally talk to him about sports every day. I met him through the Coop channel. He's very educated. I'm not saying he's educated. I just don't want to think about playing clubs in football right now. But apparently, no, 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 no. But it'd be fun because he'll, he'll he'll tell you he'll tell you the legit stuff. And we, we know maybe he'll actually happen. show his face. We, 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 we when know. he comes on the, when he comes on the Coop show, he just he just puts up like a avatar or something. Well, we, we know what's going to happen when we play Clemson in football. We're going to lose. It's going to be bad. So, but maybe uh, we'll cover the spread next year. I mean, they have to set a pretty big line. Um, but apparently you have to be 22 years old and have graduated or whatever. Like, there's like very I thought she strict, was graduating. There's very strict WNBA entry rules, which I was unaware of. I thought she of. was graduating this year, though. Is she not graduating this year? I thought she was. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why she's ineligible, but... Um, I'm misinformed then. I know Aaliyah Boston said she was, wasn't coming back. A player must be 22 years old during the year of the draft, have graduated or will graduate within three months of the draft from a four-year university, or have gone to a four-year university where original class will have or will have graduated within three months. So, What year is Caitlin Clark? Is she only a junior? That's the next thing. This is live Googling. This is great content. She's only 21. I like how we, I like how we said we were going to start at 6.30 so we could finish by 8, and here we are. It's 8.12. And we're I mean, I got another show at 8.30, so we definitely want to finish by then. But, we need um, to end very shortly. <laughs> but anyway, she's only 21, so she can't enter. So I guess she'll be back next year. Yes, she will be back. I hope Iowa surrounds her with some more players. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting. Who wouldn't want to play with someone that scores all the points and makes it easy for Edward you? Edward says she's a junior. Yeah. For some reason, I thought she was a senior, but I guess I was. I, I just I was just unaware that the WNBA like eligibility requirements were that tough. Huh, you learn something every day. I guess. Well, honestly, she could probably make more in NIL than she will in the WNBA at this point. So that's true, also, because women's I mean, sports are popular. Think just I mean. <laughs> And she's at and she's at Iowa. Imagine yeah. if she was at like a more marketable, a marketable state or something. Um, but she wants to. I, I think she's from Iowa. Yeah, but I, I think um, I think that does help her in a little bit, just because she's by far the star in the Big Ten, which is like a huge footprint with a lot of like cities yeah. in it. So that does help her a lot. Like she's like synonymous with them. If she was like at a school that where she blends in with other great players, she won't stand out as much. Yeah. And then. In terms of that, well, I mean, I don't. The LSU coach told her that she was a generational player, like in the handshake line, because they stopped to talk. Um, I was too distracted by what she was wearing. Uh, don't um, don't get me started on the LSU coach. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'll leave the, it there. That, uh, the, the, the 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 outfits were that that pink thing she wore in the semifinals was insane. But I I don't. I would never be caught dead wearing it. But hey, if she wants to wear that on national TV, go at it, girl. Congrats on a national title. Again, from another school. I think she's up to four now. Yeah, three at Baylor and then the one here. And she won one as a player. Um, Oh, did she? Yeah, Louisiana Tech. Oh, so she's from Louisiana, which is why she left. Yeah, and actually, like, so I started really following women's basketball in the 90s. um, And Louisiana Tech used to be a powerhouse, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Um, you should look up some of their history there. I'd only followed UConn back when I was a kid, so. Yeah, Obviously, this was right when, like, UConn. What women's basketball player didn't follow UConn in the 90s? Yeah, I mean, yeah but this is, like, when UConn was coming up and, like, Tennessee was the, the mountaintop and they started challenging and then Eclipse, Tennessee. Oh, the Pat Summit days. Yeah, and and but back then, like, Louisiana Tech was, like, in that conversation as one of the top programs in the country. Well, we know Louisiana um, Tech. We lost to them, didn't we, in football? Wasn't that a bowl game? A few was years that the ago? one where we, we didn't score? Where, where we where we didn't score? Yeah, yeah. fourteen. Yeah, yep, that is yes. Yes, it was. All right. Well, you let's... got to you got to log off with me and start another show in fifteen minutes. Well, let's let's end with something on topic a little bit. So um, let me just. So all right. So obviously we talked uh, a lot of basketball. It just yeah, no, we did. We did. Migrated we from we different things. We drifted. I, I, you know what? I said coveted. Like I don't really set agendas. We just let it flow. It flowed. Um, Maybe we should go with the script next time, so we stay on top. We keep it, keep it tighter. Good thing we went live because I'm limited to an hour if we'd pre-recorded, and that would not have ended well. Um, oh yeah. Um, but but um, so no, I do want to end with something. So obviously this was like, and let's stick to the men this time because I want to do a whole show with you on the women because I think there's a lot okay. of ground we can cover there, and I've been covering the women by talking into the camera myself. So I'd rather talk to someone else. You have a, um, you have a friend now. I know. Who are um, bringing people together? Who knew? <laughs> but, um, so obviously this was like a, a, a memorable season, the whole season and obviously the run in the NCAA tournament. So what, what is your, just pick anything. What is your favorite moment from this season? Or if you want to narrow it down to the tournament, let's do that. But what what is your favorite moment? The favorite moment from the season? Or if, or you can or you can just I'll do I'll do like the regular season and I'll do like okay all right yeah do two do two Uh favorite moment from the season probably breaking the streak against FSU and beating them at home after we had like nine straight losses from them and blowing them out at home um even though we lost to them at home after that but I I'd say finally getting that dub in rivalry as bad as FSU was it's just nice to get that rivalry win so I'll take that um. And then from the tournament, 
it's got to be when the clock hits zero to make it to the final four. Just making <laughs> that, making it to the final four and walking up to the stadium on Saturday and seeing the U logo on the big, the big thing outside, the big sign outside. And that was the same, the, like, that was the same seeing thing. Seeing the Miami press, um, just seeing the final four court in person. Like, I know I'm being a little selfish talking about the things I've experienced, but, well, I mean, um, but yeah. when that, when that clock hit zero, um, cause I was on a bus, um, no, I wasn't on a bus. That's when we made it to the lead eight. I was no. Oh, the, when we made the final four, I couldn't watch. Edward, 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 Edward told you. So when, when Edward DM'd me that we won our game and we were going to the final four, that was the best moment of the year of the season of anything for me. Um, and it's funny that a Clemson fan had to get me through a bunch of these games because I was either at work or driving, and so I couldn't watch. And so he was just giving me updates. But he knew when not to give me updates because he knows I get nervous if we're losing. So he'll just be like, oh, okay, we're up by this. And then I'd be like, oh, we're going to we're gonna give up a big lead again. Like, don't tell me anything else. Um, and so when I was driving home for, after, for that Texas game, I had seen the score update that we were down like four with seven minutes left. And I had heard that we had been down as much as 13. And so when I got back, I couldn't watch it. So that text where he said, Miami won, they're going to the final four. And I just fell over in my living room. Best moment for me. But regular season, I'll go with getting that dub against FSU. Yeah, for, for me. Um, and by the way, it was supposed to be your personal best moment. So it should be your personal story, not just like. <laughs> so that was a good answer. I know you said, I'm sorry, I'm making it about myself. I was like, that was the point. I don't know about I don't know about the regular season like no no that that that's I, yeah personal. I guess I mean it is personal right no no, no games that always your answers, matter, even when they suck your, your answers were fine your answers were good I um, went with I, like what, one like team thing and one person no but what I what I'm saying is like when you were saying like oh seeing the court and all that and then you're like well I'm kind of making it about me it's supposed to be about you so like I will say I had the same moment just why I wasn't really like focused and all of a sudden i looked up and saw like the the u thing on front of the stadium i was like that's like where it struck me like holy crap i have so that many something else. In front of that, that. that's that's something else right there um who's your favorite player on the team this year god it's like just was it sophie's choice i can't do that my favorite player isn't necessarily because of how they play I, i'm a girl so sometimes i go off looks okay um norchad has the most gorgeous smile um, every time he they, they're interviewing him and he smiles, I like. I mean, I'm in my 30s, so I shouldn't start like crushing on someone who's like 20. But I think he's just a beautiful man, um, and he's also like the first Nicaraguan to ever play D1 basketball. So he's doing so much to help basketball in another country and like making it more uh, popular there because he grew up playing baseball. Um, so I think he's got a really cool story. So I really like him and. He should, when he's done with his basketball career, go play tight end for Coach Cristobal. Yeah, if we even use a tight end anymore, that's a football discussion. But um, yeah, the, listen, Coach Dawson, I got faith in, faith in you, bro. Yeah, but he doesn't you can't be really, worse than Gaddis. Doesn't really feature the tight end that much. But um, so actually, do you do you speak Spanish? No, I mean I broken Spanish. Okay, because I, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll send you this stuff. So you, in, the, in the reason I'm asking. Stuff. The reason the reason I'm asking is um, if you can see if you can make actually you might be able to even do like a live translate on YouTube now I don't know but there's this cool video of like you mentioned like one thing we don't really talk a lot about is how big Norchad is in Nicaragua and 
so actually a Nicaraguan YouTuber came to like Watsko and like watched him play and was like narrating everything and like talking about like how the arena is and I can put on like English subtitles. Or yeah, something. I'll find it. Like, and say I was like, I was like, this is the coolest yeah. thing ever. This is like such a Miami thing too. Well, you see at games, there's yeah. always people there with the Nicaraguan flag. Yeah, so. I was like, this is such. I a, think, a, I think, I think that's such a cool story. Yeah, we have we have the starting centers Nicaraguan, the backup point guards Haitian. Like, this is a Miami team. And Nigel <laughs> Pack made uh, beat his hometown school yeah. to make it to the Sweet Sixteen after they did not recruit him out of high school. Yeah. And yeah. he wanted to play there. For so. me, for me, like the biggest, like um, I'll just go with the tournament because we're running out of time here. But like the biggest, the biggest that Drake game, I cannot tell you yeah. how down I was. I'm like, I flew all the way to freaking Albany. I was literally like thinking, like, do you think like I, this is in my head because the women hadn't started yet; they were playing the next day. Um, uh-huh. I was like, is it possible to get to Bloomington from here? like before yeah. tomorrow's game that's what i'm thinking in my head because i'm like i'm getting the hell out of here so i'm and either going back to dc and i was like if i go back to dc can i like get a flight that doesn't conflict with the women's game that's another bad. moment for me is both teams beating indiana i mean that is crazy like, that is crazy the women the women coming back against ok state down 17 at the half to win that then we beat the one seed our men's team beat indiana the day before so we knock off both indiana teams for both teams to make the sweet 16 the first time the women have ever done it Unless you include nine, the nineties when it was those, those, those ones don't count really. But oh, Katie Meyer and Coach Al are the best things that have ever happened to my. I know. There's that picture. Also. There's a picture that because they, they were. I mean, this is like so cool. Actually, this is the moment, right? When they're both like leaving to go to the for sweet the sweet sixteen seed together, and they hug. Oh, that, that's oh, the one for me. I love it, and then I shed a tear when I was watching Coach Al hug Norchad Jordan Miller and Isaiah oh, man, Wong, that one, like, that one hurts. Lose. That's too that one you can see deep. you can see they're tearing up and I was just like oh my heart yeah to no, not that... see Jordan Miller in a Canes uniform oh, next year God. hurts my soul because he's I, literally at the heart yeah of the that, team. that and like I the like the the weirdest one for me there well first of all there's that picture of Coach Ellen Katie Meyer like arm in arm in front of the bronze it statue in front that needs to be in front of the stadium right? that exact picture so many people talk needs... about Laranega and not enough people talk about coach meyer well i'm i am we'll, we'll talk offline about coach meyer but um i'm close with her um so um but, oh are you yeah no yeah. she's cool she's she seems like really cool people yeah well, and when well, i well. when i've when i've like tweeted about women's basketball before and i've tagged the women's uh account oh, no she reads she's like she, a reads, bunch of my stuff. she reads she Twitter. reads like everything she reads everything so most um, of the stuff she's like has been about her, though. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I'm um, like, she's not getting enough credit. No, but she's she's the winningest coach in school history. Period. So like, it needs to be both of them in bronze out front. That's what I'm. That's what I'm angry for. Like, I can't pick. Right? I can't pick. They need to both be there. Like, they, that picture was perfect. They're headed to the Sweet Sixteen together. And Katie Meyer is not old. No. No, she's she's going to be there for a long yeah. time. I yeah, know this is this is Coach Al will probably be there till he's ninety. But uh, I can tell you someone uh, asked him if he was going to retire. He said he's like, why would I want to retire? Well, 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 I'll tell you what the other part is, though, too. And this is what gives me confidence going forward. I think he knows he can win a championship here and that's what he's going to do. Yeah. He's oh, a, my God. Can you imagine us being at a final four game and the Canes win the Natty and me and you are sitting next to each other in the stands? Who do you who do you think passes out first, me or you? Or who cries first? I mean, I, I will say I held it together when we went to the because there were there were dudes sitting around me that I didn't know and I didn't. 
Yeah, but if you're with somebody you know. I know. That's why I was inoculated this time because I was sitting around strangers. There was, like, no one to share the moment with, really. So, like, yeah. I honestly, and sorry to all the football fans out there, but I would a thousand times more enjoy a basketball championship than a football championship. The first one is always the best. And me and Vish will be in the crowd crying our eyes out. I would do everything in my power to get a piece of confetti off the court um, and buy all the merch. Yeah, that's, that's the dream. But I actually think Coach, the thing, I think Coach Help thinks it can be a reality. And that's why he, like, I think if he, if he, like, I wins mean, the it, championship, it the he might. Step. Yeah. And I think, I think it, Elite it, Eight last year, Final yeah, Four this year. Just keep advancing. Yeah. But we have we the program's got massive expectations now. So. No, but I think he does too, and that's the part that makes me encouraged. Because yeah, and you've been through this too. For years, we've been told like why the program can't be better than it is, why it can't be good, why it can't compete at this level. We actually yeah. have a coach that's not only competing at that level but embracing that and saying not only can we compete at this level, we expect to compete at this level. Like I expect to be in the yeah. final four. I expect to win it. Come to Miami, let's win a championship together. Like it's and encouraging this, to have a coach talk that way. With, with NIL and how likable Coach L is, and what our prog- what I know that's a really funny comment I heard. Um, and what NIL, what Coach L is doing, how likable he is, and the run that we've made the last two seasons, this can only help us in recruiting. Yeah, no, and like, I, think- I, I, I generally think we're going to be even better next season. Yeah, and also just, and I actually do have to go do another show, but um, yeah, I know. Uh, but but real quick, don't. I mean, we talked a little bit about plugging people in. Don't sleep on Christian Watson; he's really good. It's just we had so yeah, many cards this year, he couldn't get yeah. playing time. Um, oh jazz, God, jazz, yeah, jazz, jazz is waiting. He's, he's probably waiting in the other stream. All right, all right, all right, Hi, jazz. all right. <laughs> we're still we're, we're we're gonna do the event. I gave it an extra half an hour just to make sure he got out by eight. And it's eight twenty seven. All right, so and it's eight twenty seven. All right, well we're so. gonna we're gonna do some other shows. Talk about like next year's men's team, next year's women's team, and we'll talk a little bit more about this year's women's run because we we touched on that here, but didn't really go deep into it. So, <laughs> all right, Vish, all right. thanks for having me on, yeah. bro. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Talk to you later. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. (laughs) You know. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.